Hi and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to the 8th place finisher of Nexus Park, Darcy, about the merge and how hard it is to know what's true. This is the second and final part. We just finished talking about uh, voting out Nay, and we are finally changing up the game. Uh, it's not a swap, but it's a merge. And my first question about this is, how did you, I, I guess, like, at this point in the game, like, if you can kind of remember, how did you feel you fit into your tribe, and how did you feel your relationships were with the other people still in the game? I think it helped um, having a little bit of like a foot in on that like one big alliance that like everyone was a little bit a part of. And I think at the time I I might have, but I don't think I really considered the fact that so many people were in it. I was just like, I'm in it. So it's fine. Like it doesn't matter who else is in it, but like I'm part of this big alliance. And I wasn't super concerned about other alliances, even though I very much should have been, um, or at least acknowledged that uh, there, the uh, like I'm gonna put like, I would put quotes on around it like air quotes, um, but like the one with like I think technically like me, Bird, Jordan, Maddie, um, Bramble Cat, Waxler, and then Beans and kind of S and M were all in, and then what did we merge at? Was it twelve? Eleven. 11 okay so eight out of 11 people were in it which is like now i hate big alliances so but like at the time i was like i think i was just excited to be in that so i wasn't that worried about what was going to happen um and i think originally um i might be wrong but i think originally i did want to stick with them and get like like connect with um the people on the other tribe first before flipping on them and i remember that being like like making sure i had connections with them um was something that was really important to me before anything went wrong but i was also just like really excited to meet new people um regardless of like where i stood with them but like obviously in a game sense i was gonna try and like do my best to like make them like me but i also was just like so excited to just meet them because like I feel like we've been like teased like all season, except for like SNM who I actually like properly spoke to. But like mm-hmm. everybody else, like I I had barely talked to or like honestly, yeah, either not talked to at all or barely talked to. And so I think a lot of it was just excitement about being around new people. I don't think I was insanely stressed about strategy. Um I also was just like so happy I made merge. I just convinced myself I wasn't gonna be able to make merge. And so I think like for a little bit i just like was like so happy and that was like my main emotion (laughs) no you did good you did well um not easy to do no matter what the season or org is um it's 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 definitely a milestone definitely not my definitely not my best positioning in the marriage but (laughs) i think I don't think I really realized that. I think a lot of that is looking back on it. I think at the time I felt like I was in a good position. Um, I wasn't really in a threat level. I feel like 
Bramble Cat and Bird were both in like a little bit more targeted positions. Um, and I like mm-hmm. not that they were targeted, but that like they were like I don't even, I don't really want to use the word threat, but I obviously they were both threats. But like regardless of who was in the position of like having that initial neural link, like between that kind of like um, started that entire alliance, I think they would have been in a little bit of unfortunate position um and i glad i'm glad that i or i was glad that i was not in one of those um <laughs> positions because i feel like i was or at the time i was definitely confident enough in my relationship with bird that i didn't think it mattered that i wasn't exactly in on everything because i was enough in on everything where i had the information but i didn't like draw as big of a target especially after how pre-merge went for me um i feel like if anyone was gonna have like a target for anything probably other than the people who had public neural links it was gonna be me and like not just because not because i was a threat but just having a target because like i had already been a problem if that makes sense yes no that does that does um yeah you don't want generally anyway you don't want to be like the most the biggest most recognizable person at emerge um that's not that's uh scary that's scary <laughs> too many oh, your yeah. your name is in too many mouths uh, already um, exactly i did not need that uh so yeah you get a chance to meet bramble choco court smm and waxler officially for the first time in the game um smm of course who had already established his neural link with you uh and now four more people who you could talk to as much as you wanted uh yeah i don't know who i guess i guess first like how do you feel about the merge name eumurthia you don't have to ask that um i was at a party that day and i take zero responsibility for that whatsoever um i i saw all the memes and it, it was it was rough and i understand the name was not great but i i just i feel like you don't want to take initiative and i know like naming your merge tribe is like not a big deal but like i just feel like it's not a smart idea to just like as soon as you're put in a chat and they're like okay think of a tribe name for you to just be like oh yeah i want to do this because like i think that's going to be like way too direct um and just kind of rub people the wrong way or at very least like if it's not like i'm trying to think of the right way to word it um if it's not like affecting people's perception of you like immediately i feel like it might just sit in the back of their head so i did not say anything um i i didn't love the name i was at like two of my friends birthdays were close together and um they had a birthday party like for like together so like there was like a ton of people there i was like i'm not about to try and like control this i was like this is fine like the merge tribe name isn't that serious um and i didn't think it was <laughs> I mean, obviously it still was never serious no. but i didn't realize people were gonna be so angry about it <laughs> but no I, I i could have used it maybe to like gain some favor with the lounge after the taylor situation but other than that i had i take zero credit for it whatsoever <laughs> Yeah, I don't I mean obviously like everyone's going to have a feeling about the name, but man, people really get their panties in a bunch over 
<laughs> a name that they think is not good. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, all right. So what were your kind of first impressions getting a chance to actually like talk one-on-one with Bramble Cat, with Choco Beans, with Court, uh, and with Waxler, um, finally? Um, so I feel like I'll start off with uh, Beans because I feel like it's important to comment that I adore her. I think she's amazing. But during the game, we had like no conversations. And like, I, for I, Ponderosa was open. If people read Ponderosa, there was an interaction where like, like she came in and was like talking a decent amount. And like, I was like, why didn't you like talk to me like this? Like you like didn't speak to me like ever. But like, I guess we just didn't trust me. We just didn't talk a lot. But I, I love her. But I didn't really talk to her a lot game wise. Um, I kind of just thought she was like really uninvested. Like, I, I really didn't understand that she was like doing things that I just wasn't like aware of. Um, so I, I don't think there was ever really a point in the game where I like really, really clicked with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then like Waxler, I think it was a little bit similar. Like it was just kind of like a little bit just social gaming. Um, we were both just like kind of forcing the conversation for a bit um i think my main go-to for both of them was to, like ask about their children because i was like every, pe- people with kids can talk about their kids all day i think i feel like i don't know um but i, I went with that because i was like i hope so i like I, I don't even know how like long it took me to figure that out um but they also both had like adorable kids so like i was like this is fine i like kids i guess so like i just tried to talk to them about their kids um just like hope that like I don't know, just hope that they liked me. Um, and then I'm trying to think. And there's Court and Bramble Cat. So with Court, I can't honestly remember when I started to click well with Court because I I don't think I trusted her a ton from the very beginning, but I also, I really can't tell you when it, like, did start happening. Um, so if I, like, said something, con- like, contradicting that, let me know. Um, uh- but... I mean, I guess all I can really say to that is, um, like, the day-by-day message count in your DM channel with Court didn't, I don't know, there wasn't, like, a spike later on. It was fairly, like, regular, I okay. would say. That makes so, sense. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, that makes sense. I feel like maybe trust-wise it took longer, but, like, immediately talking to her, um, I I really enjoyed talking to her. I feel like she just, like... I'm trying to think of the right way to word it, but I feel like she was like actually like talking to me like outside of the game too. Like it wasn't just social gaming either. Like I felt like she was like enjoying our conversations and like actually involved in them. And I think that was one thing that I really liked about talking to Bird because like obviously like if Bird did not want to talk to me that much, they did not have to. Um, like I feel like it was just like obvious um and i feel like court kind of did that too obviously not not quite to the same extent um but i feel like court actually like did talk to me a lot and i really liked it but it was weird that like i i clicked with her better than two of the people that were um like in my air quote alliance and like i was like i feel like it didn't take me long to be concerned about like what would happen to her um but i also didn't want to stick my neck out to protect her like if i didn't really really even know where she stood um 
but I feel like first impression wise, um, like I was on good terms with Court and I really enjoyed talking to her. And then Bramblecat, I obviously like, they're one of my favorite people. I think I've met in um, orgs at all. And I feel like that was obvious from the very beginning. I just, and I think it, it, it was an easier age gap. Um, I feel like between, like between us versus like me and Waxler and me and Beans, just because like, like they did have kids my age and like compared to like having like, like babies, basically like they had kids that were like, I think Brett is like two, three years younger than me. I can't remember, but like close enough where it's like not crazy. And so like, I was gonna like, obviously game wise, I was going to try and like, capitalize on that a little bit and like um i think it didn't take me long either to figure out that when um bird told me that bread what their bread was um their kid that i'm pretty sure i knew at that point that spencer had played with bread before and while i honestly had zero idea their connection i was gonna do my absolute best to be like like oh my god that's crazy like that's crazy we know people who know each other like and you have kids my age that's even crazier and then brett happened to swim and so i was like oh that's great um so thank you brett for swimming um because i feel like that gave us something to talk about too um and then i conveniently worked in a library for some reason my senior year and um they also obviously worked in a library um and so i don't know i just feel like we had a lot to talk about and um i was just like always so excited about it like, i was always so excited to talk to them <laughs> no that that's that's so nice it's true <laughs> bram's awesome um truly truly a great a great addition that we made to the cast to the community all the things um definitely uh, so yeah, I mean, okay, uh, solid rapport with Bram and Court. Maybe not quite as good with Choco and Waxler, and of course SMM is SMM. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um, so we kind of we'd already had an individual immunity challenge in uh, the Go Karts White Knuckles challenge, which you had done fairly well at, uh, <laughs> but now in an quote-unquote individual game like the rest of the challenges are going to be individual was there any concern or apprehension or anxiety about like not being in a group in that sense anymore um i actually that helps me a lot not having to um be on a tribe because i i obviously wasn't really aware of like where my challenge abilities would lie but like I've never been a person to rely on individual immunity simply because I cannot do that. Um, so I, I feel like I just, I, I don't like having the pressure of being on a tribe because if you do bet on a tribe and they're like, Oh, well, we like, we suck right now. We need to like boot someone who sucks because we want to suck less. Um, <laughs> then like, I don't want to be that target, but I also like don't want to like other people to get voted out that I like. like, even if I can like social game my way around it, I don't want to be the reason that someone gets voted out like that I like because I'm bad at challenges. So once I'm out of the tribe phase, I love it. I love not having to worry about it. And um, I think I really enjoy Alliance challenges. Um, So I feel like it was just kind of like fun 
but I didn't have to like stress about it anymore. Like if, if I sucked, I sucked and that's okay. <laughs> that's a good, a good, healthy way to look at it <laughs> for sure. Uh, so the first individual immunity challenge after the merge was light cycles, um, which was kind of like a, a modeled after the movie Tron for anyone who's seen it. It's before your time, obviously. Um, <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. But you, everyone started at a different point on a, a grid. And on your turn, you moved two spaces. And you could go straight. You can turn. Whatever. Um, you couldn't turn twice in a row. And if you ran into the wall, you were eliminated. If you ran into another person, you were both eliminated. And if you ran into the path that another person left behind, you were eliminated. Uh, you also were given two boosts during the challenge, and what they would do is, firstly, they would let you move four spaces in a turn instead of two, and they would let you move through uh, the trail of somebody else's cycle. And, uh, you know, there it's, it's like a, a snake type of centipede type of game, uh, just with 11 of you at the same time. Uh, so... How do you feel you would do at something like this? I don't know if there's really like a an aspect of it that I can be like, are you good at spatial recognition? I don't know. Um. <laughs> um, wait, I do have a question because I'm trying to remember what challenge it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but did we all have like colors or something? Yes. Okay. I think I remember it. I don't remember it well. So I don't know if I went out like first or like what... Um, but from what I'm thinking now, I, it sounds like I would suck at that. Um, <laughs> but generally, I like at that point, I'm not really sure. Um, I think, except for like specific challenges that I remember, um, I think my my main like emotion to like seeing the result or like not the results, the um, like directions and stuff come out. like what it's actually going to be is like there was a little bit of anxiety about how many questions i would have to ask because i think i asked you a lot of questions every single challenge we had um it was really bad Mm -hmm. and then like also just like i just thought they were fun so like i was just kind of gonna go and play a game and like i don't know I i was mostly like excited about them but i don't think i ever like really thought about like how good I would do just because I think I didn't have a lot of a grasp of like how the challenges worked, how other people would do at the challenges, especially only being on like, um, like a tribe so far. And like the one kind of individual one, like I, I did better than I should have. Um, I think that was like a, I think something went wrong with that one because that was that was weird but um i don't know i don't think i would just be super worried about how good i would do just because i was i that was one of the few things i was able to like chill out about a little bit i guess unless i started doing really well on them but i i don't think i did on this one i think i went out kind of quick but i don't remember um yeah i it didn't feel like you asked a ton of questions i think after i think like this is one of the ones where um the, the the rule that you couldn't turn twice in a row was something that was really hard to like show on the Google sheet. Um, or, and like, it definitely like tripped people up a lot. 
which is something that like I think everybody was asking like okay can I go this way and I'm like no you have to go this way first <laughs> um, but I did see in your confessional uh, at one point bef- uh, while you were still in it you said I'm trying to gracefully throw this but I don't want to do that ugh <laughs> I wonder why I was I don't know actually I couldn't tell you why I was thinking that I might have been like just trying to like not look great and maybe like a little bit still nervous about um like everything that happened the taylor situation um but yeah i actually would love to tell you why i said that but it's, <laughs> it's probably just trying to like control threat level especially where i'd had my name like not out there but like i had been a name in the game so far i don't like that that rhymed but yeah <laughs> um we got to round 14 uh, and there were nine people left. So uh, Court, Maddie was eliminated first. Court was eliminated second. And then in round 14, uh, you and Spenjamin crashed into each other, eliminating yourself. I yourselves. do remember that, actually. I thought that was really funny. I, I do remember that. You um, said... I think, yeah, I, I was about to say, sorry. There you go. Yeah, well, I was going to say, you sent a confessional saying, I'm hoping it wasn't too obvious I crashed Spen. I maybe could have played yeah. that off better. Yeah, I think um, part of my thought process was if we did stay um, with, like, the air quote alliance and, like, voted outside of that, then basically our only options were court, uh, staff, and Benjamin, I think. I might be missing somebody, but I think that's it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, like, I don't even know if I, like, decided that, like, I wanted Benjamin out yet or not. But I um, definitely wanted the option to be there at least. But I, yeah, I totally forgot that I did that, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, yeah, you said, like, hope, hope it wasn't too obvious. Uh, I think it was kind of obvious. <laughs> um, just with, I like... wasn't really good at that, was I? <laughs> um, but that's okay. That's okay. That's okay it's fine uh let's see smm's eliminated next bramble and jordan crash into each other that left four waxler crashed into spencerman spenjamin's trail bird crashed into jordan's trail which left stefan choco as the last two and after like four rounds where it was just or like five rounds where it was just the two of them choco finally crashed into bramble cat's trail and it was steph who came away as the first winner of the post-merge individual immunity challenge necklace. So iconic. So great. So, so iconic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she is one of the three people. So uh, this is true, but I just, I don't know. I think I, I obviously can't really in my confessional or not, but I just like, don't really remember a time when I was like, Oh, I'd love for Steph to go out here because I trusted Steph. Um, but and I and I think that I could have went fairly far with her. And like, I don't think that like, I don't think that she would have turned on me at any point or not. Maybe at some point, but like, not like super easily or quickly. And so I just feel like it would have rarely been in my best interest to vote out Steph. So I I don't feel like I was that worried about that part. Okay. So, uh, this is probably a very hazy, um, cycle for you as I'm looking back through your confessional. 
uh, you mentioned that you were on a lot of drugs, <laughs> that you were likely to pass out all night. Um, and I, I think you like slept through the afternoon. Why? What drugs? What drugs were? Was it? I don't know. <laughs> you asked this if you could send in your vote early. Drugs, I think. I think like um, medicine, like legitimate medicinal drugs. Oh wait, that was when I had my kidney stone. Mm, okay. Yeah. I was yeah, I was in the hospital for a little bit that round. Yes. Um, but it was after the challenge, I think. I think it right, maybe. I was so confused mm-hmm. what drugs I was on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, I was I can't remember I think it was the morning before tribal. I woke up with a kidney stone fortunately, fortunately I guess. Yes. Not not a great experience i'm not sure great. <laughs> it was it was kind of funny i'm not gonna lie i do wish someone would have taken my phone away um <laughs> because i don't know what they put me on it was interesting I kept saying really dumb shit i don't really know what i said to people i don't think i ever looked back on it even if i did say something bad but yeah <laughs> anyways de- um, i yeah definitely don't remember a lot of that day fair enough so 11 people you need six votes to have a majority do you remember like any of the sort of strategy conversations how this vote ended up landing on smm i do remember um i remember being really stressed about stressed out about him finding out because i feel like where he was such a like big personality throughout like the season i was really worried about him one just being mad at me because um he was one of the people that i had had like more exciting conversations with um more like friendly conversations with i guess instead of like social games so i really didn't want him to be mad but i also felt like he would blow everything up like he just gave up like i think there was never a time he didn't give off chaotic energy (laughs) and so i feel like letting him know that it was his name was like not a good idea i can't really remember how it like we like i i'm guessing it was a conversation how it's burks like i don't think there were many decisions in the game that like I like talked to someone else about it and then went to bird for the most part. I think it was mostly like either ideas I had and like, I would go to bird first, um, except for like, I guess stuff like the Jordan vote, which was still kind of talked about with the bird. Um, but I can't really remember how it got like SMM's name was like super relevant, but I think like once both of them were options, I think that me and Bird had talked about just like deciding that like it didn't really make sense for us to vote out Spinjamin, like just because um, it would like. I, I think part of it was a numbers thing, actually. Um, I think we talked about not wanting to give them, like, were they one person behind us? Is that the, the correct math? Yes. Like, yeah, one less person. Okay. I think some of it was that we didn't want to give them even ground quite yet so that might have been like why his name came out um i'm not really sure why it was his and not quartz especially if like i had the neural link with him it might have actually been like a way to like try and weaken me even though i think i eventually trusted court like significantly more than i ever had smm um but i um i think that's the main reason it happened and once it kind of started um I think I pushed for it a little bit, even though like I kind of hate hated that. But um, I feel like 
with something like that, you have to like fully commit or like not do it. Like if you're gonna vote out someone who is kind of your ally, um, even though like it was confusing, I think um, you you have to either just full send and make sure you get the votes on them, <laughs> or don't try and get the votes on them at all because if, like they like hear like a whiff of it the next round, like right after tribal, then that's gonna be like insane. And so I think once we started talking about it and kind of floated his name around, I was just like, com- like kind of pushing it, I guess. Um, and I think that SMM had done a few things that just kind of like kicked me off game wise um, right before then. Can't remember them exactly. There was one thing we argued about it in Ponderosa because he said he didn't lie to me about it. But I just like, I, I, I don't remember him like, not i guess like i think i think it was something about like the advantage he had um to like get into the lab maybe or something like that like maybe like a password or something that like he got from um like was like white knuckles i totally could be like lying to you on accident right now um, um so smm okay so i guess i guess maybe for more context here uh at the merge um the sub channels shifted so that all the ch- subchannels you had access to before from Euphoria were now a single Euphoria subchannel, and all the ones from Mirth were a, now a single Mirth subchannel. And we added an arcade. And you could go to the arcade and you could play Skiball, which was 100% luck based, <laughs> um, based on which uh, row you chose to throw the ball down. And you'd get a number of points, and if you got enough points, you would send us a screenshot in your confessional, and we'd give you a ticket. And if you got enough tickets, you could uh, buy a little plush arcade prize. And I think there were, what, 25, 30 of them? And each one had a chance of being uh, a prize that had, like, an advantage or a piece of information that went along with it. SMM got a piece of information with uh, one of his prizes, which was that if you want to get through the door, you'll need to add up the high scores, um, which was the door that was kind of, there's a locked door in the arcade that led to the laboratory that you could break into if you knew the code to get through it. And the code was the sum of all the high scores from all of the games that were in the arcade. Or you could have a key card that court eventually gets from a challenge in a couple cycles from now okay okay yeah i think i think it was something with that um i think that he got like the like got the like advantage ish thing where he could get into the lab and he says he told me about it but i really do not think that he did um if i totally forgot it might have been when i was a little bit um drugged up but i really don't think that he told me about it and then i think that like court had told me about it or something either court or like somehow it got to me that there was like an advantage that he like gave to like everyone in mirth or whatever um i don't know if that was i i don't know if he did tell everyone that or not but i i heard it somehow um through the grapevine and it kind of like pissed me off that like he had told like people that he's like oh i'm like not close to like my old tribe yada 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 and like then like didn't tell me about it also and then i think that was like just enough of a push where like me and spinjamin had had no problems sman was being a little sneaky he's also a little bit more difficult to communicate like communicate with um just because like he's a little bit crazy 
um and it was just like harder to like have those like vote conversations and i just like i just feel like i didn't really trust him a lot when like spinjan was just like really unproblematic all the time and so i think that was one of the things that kind of pushed me a little bit and for some reason i feel like there was a second thing but i can't quite remember it um so i might be wrong about that okay interesting because uh, i also have um a trust rankings from you on the day of the tribal council uh which so <laughs> you you do kind of explain some of it after the list but you uh out of the other 10 people you have smm eighth court ninth <laughs> and choco beans is last and 10th I'm sorry, I love pickle beans, but I just, <laughs> it didn't work. Um, and you also comment a few times about, like, you definitely were very, um, I don't know, like, maybe not disappointed, but, like, stressed and, like, upset about having to, about voting out SMM here. Um, SMM, if you go out tonight, I'm going to ball my eyes out. Don't hate me. Um I'm sorry, buddy. You're literally one of my favorite people here. Uh, it's tough, right? Like, Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think, like I said, I think he was one of the main people in the cast that I was able to have, like, good conversations with. Or not good conversations. That sounds bad. Like, genuine conversations with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, obviously, like, if people were at Ponderosa or anything like that, like, they saw, like, I talked to him a lot after... Um, and then I ended up like playing his org after <laughs> then I played like all sorts of his org after. So like, it was definitely like a friendship. It wasn't just like me being like upset about the game, which was part of it. But like, also I hadn't learned how to navigate that yet. And like, especially because the only votes before then, obviously Lord Shamrock, I like think you could like scroll through our dms and like a swipe if that it might have just been like a like screenshot worthy like basically um nay obviously voted for me and the wrong ends of the vote so and we just didn't talk much so wasn't a big deal with that either taylor i would have like if it would have just been like a blind side on taylor i would have also been really upset about that um but because of the way it happened it was more upset about the situation not upset about having to vote him out because obviously he you know i was writing his name down and he like like it was like it was just a different situation so if snm were going to go out there then that would be like the first person that, like i really like especially blindsided but like also like voted out that like i did feel like um we were like actually friends on a level i guess um and i think that was just like I still, I never really did well with that, but especially being my first org, I just, like, hadn't really figured out how to, like, handle that in any way. <laughs> or, like, is it, like, is it something you tell them if it's, like, someone you, like, care about more? Or if, like, is it still, like, you stick to, like, your game instinct or whatever? I just, like, was not really sure how to handle it. And so I was just, like, very emotional. <laughs> I think I was, I was emotional at every vote, though, so yeah i don't know how much we can really rely on that yeah uh i'm like looking through the end of your dm with smm (laughs) and it seems like the plan so mirth was under the impression that they were 
they they had votes on court and votes on Spenjamin. Um, <laughs> and ultimately, they ended up with Bramble and SMM voted for court, and then court Choco and Waxler voted for Spenjamin. And so they they ended up splitting their votes, which like not even like coordinated that they split them, just mostly. Uh, I think through conversations with you and Bird and uh, ended up just not being in the majority <laughs> as it turned out. And so in your DM with SMM, it looks like you say you're kind of talking about kind of pretending that like Spenjamin is leading a court vote kind of thing um, while you're actually telling SMM you're voting for Spenjamin. It's just, it's very complicated. <laughs> I do think um I don't well I don't know if I would have done exactly the same thing now. I feel like a lot of like the reason I would tell SMM that is because how he is kind of unpredictable. Because I I was scared that like if he knew that his name was out there, he would like even if he wasn't catching votes, I was scared he was still gonna do something and panic and just like especially where Mirth did have the minority in in the merge, I was scared that he would not react well to that. And so if I could help it, and I also didn't want to have to like, well, I guess I will lie to him anyway. But I didn't want to have to like look at him and be like, I'm not writing your name down tonight. Don't stress. Because like that mm-hmm. feels worse than being like, oh, like you're fine, which maybe it's not. But like for me, I would rather tell somebody that um, like they're fine than like, oh, I'm specifically not going to write your name down this vote. Just because I just, it would have hurt me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, so you you eventually tell him that you are going to take a nap <laughs> right before Tribal I, Council starts. I think, I, did I actually take a nap? Because I feel like I did, but like I might have not, I might have lied. Uh, I mean, you at least like, you stopped talking for the last 20 minutes. So I don't know okay. if that was what actually happened or not but you were uh awake and responding immediately once tribal council opened so um it was a short nap if it was a nap at all um i honestly can't remember if i lied about it i think i like vaguely remember um and if something would have like important would have been happening then i would have just like either stayed awake or like obviously not lied about being sleeping um but I, 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 there's a good chance I also just took a nap because that was a really long day. <laughs> it was a very exhausting day, so I might have actually just taken a nap and then just like set an alarm for tribal. I'm not sure though. Makes sense. That checks out. Um, so first tribal council post merge, everybody's there. Biggest tribal council of the season with 11 people attending. Um, so we kind of touched on the fact that it's it's tricky you know talking in a live tribal situation knowing what to say knowing how much to say and now you're in a scenario where you have these other people who you kind of in some cases barely know them and uh there are a lot of them as it turns out and so you i think most people end up kind of hedging a little closer to safety and um not being very sharing with like their actual thoughts and stuff because of that at least in these first couple of tribal councils after the merge hits um but i noticed in your confessional uh 
that you sent a confessional to the viewers saying, Ryan, you are really trying to blow things up at this tribal, aren't you? <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> and so the if I can connect that to the message I sent in tribal, I think it connects to this question, which was, we're getting to the point where the way a person is voted out can be almost as important as who that person is. How difficult is it to balance that dynamic at this stage of the game? Which oh, is yeah. <laughs> very important. Like you've gotten to the end of a couple of orgs now, like how you handle somebody's vote out is important to getting their vote at the end of the game. But definitely. I I don't think I was aware enough of that. I actually do think that um um I think Alliance Ponderosa helped me a weird amount, like learn like how to like read a jury i guess um because i just i think that if i i thought that if i played a good enough game i could just win um and at least that's like where i thought alliance and then when i was like on the jury and i like when i got there and like like smm like basically told me like or i'm pretty sure he told me at some point like right after i got there that like he was like never gonna vote for me at the end I was like, well, that sucks. <laughs> and I was like, that's rough. And like, I think that's kind of when I realized that. So like, even when you were asking questions like that, I don't think I was as aware as I should have been just because like, and I, I think even I thought that I would have basically voted for like who I thought objectively had the best game regardless, but I obvi- obviously was a very, very bitter juror. Um, and so, yeah, I think like you mentioned, like, I, I definitely don't think I would have um, gotten to the end or, like, won the org that I did if I had played with the same mindset that I did in Alliance. Um, so I think the way that I voted people out there, I think basically everyone I voted out, I think I voted out, like, terribly. Um, not, like, horrible, horrible, but, like, not in a way that I would not be confident that I would get their vote. Um Mm-hmm. I think I would definitely have tried to find a way around that now, but at the time, I just like I just wasn't worried about it, I guess. And I don't even know if I was like, I think a little part of me just, just like really didn't think there was a chance I would win, like especially my first one. Um, and there was like it was obviously like I said, I think yesterday or whatever day we started this. Um, <laughs> there was a lot more like active people um, and like people who like really cared about being there. Um, and so it was like it was harder to like if you got to the end, especially in a final three, there's not a lot of combinations of three people from honestly the entire merge cast where you would have like an obvious win. Like I don't think really anyone would have had like an incredibly obvious win. So that definitely is something I should have thought about. And I will admit that I don't think I did with any of the merge votes since like specifically. I think I did really bad at that, especially SNM. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's right. I think um, at least like, especially, uh, you know, you can kind of look at some of the people from earlier in the merge, like SMM and Spenjamin, if they had gotten to the end, like who knows how much they would have actually been involved in, uh, in the process. But yeah, like you, Bramble, Waxler, uh, even like Choco, Maddie, like I think depending on the configuration of people sitting there it might have ended up like a three three two four four one type of scenario regardless um which is crazy (laughs) really yeah definitely Uh, so 
yeah, I mean, um, this time out, uh, collect the votes, and we get two votes for Court, three votes for Spenjamin, and six votes for our best our bestie SMM, <laughs> and he becomes the first member of the jury. Big deal. Yeah, that was I. I'm pretty sure I remember like he left like pretty chill, and for some reason I think that like scared me i think he said something kind of ominous like this was like not a good move for some of you or whatever yeah and i could just like hear him talking at me um and i, I got a lot of shit for that in ponderosa and i actually i really don't take back voting him i take back how i handled it because i think that like you said i don't think i was aware of how i was voting somebody out but i think if i were to have handled that better um and like paid more attention to like SMM specifically and catered the vote to his um to like jury manage him basically which is a little bit awkward but like <laughs> if i were to do that i i really don't disagree with that move um because i think i said this somewhere but um i i did think it would be a while before he flipped on me but like yeah, he told me and ponderosa he would have flipped on me which i originally thought so i wasn't surprised by that um <laughs> But I think the thing is, like, regardless of if it would have been a while, I think that he was one of those people that wasn't scared to, like, throw me under the bus consistently just a little bit. Like, basically, like, just, like, run my foot over, then run my hand over, <laughs> just like other people. Yeah. And, like, I, I think he was aware enough to set up turning on me and have a position where he could turn on me. And I obviously didn't want that. And I just feel like even if Spinjamin, like maybe if I were to miraculous, miraculously have made it to like final six, I don't feel like Spinjamin, I feel like maybe he would have just like turned on me, but not like been planning it all along, like a little mastermind. Like, I don't think he was like doing that to me. Um, or a few, like even like Steph, I don't think Steph would have done that. Um, basically like a lot of the other options. I just don't think that was something they would have done but i i do think smm was like risky enough where he would have um i think that was the biggest thing he like played fairly risky in my opinion like he just didn't have a lot of like I'm trying to figure right word not self-control <laughs> self-control-ish but like i i kind of get what you mean yeah i don't know if that makes sense <laughs> he is a little like i don't know like sporadic in how he yeah. approaches things um, but I do think kind of like, you know, he would be the type to kind of have a plan well in advance and know like what he wants to do as opposed to Spenjamin, who at least from the outside appeared to be someone who is more reactive than proactive. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really regret that, um, decision at all, even if it like kind of gets, he, I feel like it, like he would have been a problem in the future. Um, and like, now i would almost maybe keep him around to like spice things up just because he is so chaotic but i think that would have been the main reason to um <laughs> to, to to do that and he, i just i think especially in alliance i wasn't really like super flashy with anything but i also didn't do like an insane amount either like i really didn't do a ton um but even the things i did do they weren't very flashy and so yeah, I don't think I would have really thought about, like, that aspect of it. I just, I don't know. I feel like 
I still can kind of like support that move in a way. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, all right. 10 people left in the game. That brings us to the next immunity challenge, which was the carousel. Uh, we had done a challenge back in the second season, Chattern, uh, which was uh, musical chairs, which is what this oh, one God, is yeah, I remember this. based off of. Uh, every round, there'd be one less horse that you could ride on the carousel than there were people. And so if you were the last person left who didn't claim a horse, you were eliminated. We went till one person won. Uh, so a little bit of a speed-based challenge and a little bit of like simple problem solving as we get to some of the further tasks down the line. Um, I'm trying to... I'm kind of scrolling through it now to see where it was you lasted to. I, I do unfortunately remember how this went. Um, I think that... I remember there being one of them that like it was like spell it backwards and I just didn't like multiple times like over and over again and there's a meme about it in the lounge and i think that might be my favorite meme that was there like this is really embarrassing but it's fine i just like i just was so like nervous it it was kind of giving like space cadets for me but like more of an audience and so i was just like stressing the whole time and then i think i went out because there was like a command to like you had to do something for like the color of your horse i think and i just didn't do it for the color of my horse i did it for like the color of other people's or something it was really bad this i i really wrecked this challenge in like the worst way possible yes uh so this was <laughs> we had eliminated um who was it uh do jordan was the first person eliminated i'm not certain she was present actually but we were down to nine people and the eight commands were various words that you needed to spell backward as a command. Uh, like mirth or euphoria uh, or survivor or carousel, souvenir, masquerade, conviviality, and tchotchke. And so um, some of those, obviously, a lot easier than others. Your first attempt was <laughs> conviviality spelled correctly forward. Uh, then you did it again. And this time you spelled conviviality wrong. Then you did conviviality in lowercase, still uh, spelled correctly, but still not what we're looking for. Then you tried souvenir and then tchotchke uh, and then tchotchke again. And you didn't understand why it wasn't working. Um, (laughs) Not my brightest moment. And then you finally got it. So you're spelling things backward. But Chocobeans had already gotten tchotchke backward, which is the one you tried a couple of times. You tried Masquerade backwards. Somebody had already gotten that. You tried Survivor backward. uh, Euphoria backward. Conviviality backward. It was just you and Maddie left. And Maddie got Carousel backward like a few seconds before you did to claim the last horse. Yeah. That was... good. I will say that was not my favorite challenge, right? (laughs) (laughs) You sure? (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Might have not been my least favorite. But it might have been, honestly. <laughs> it was so hard. And, like, if I would have kept going, the suffering I would have endured is, like, so bad. So I'm glad, the, glad that ended quickly. Yes. Um, so we did this last time. Um, we had this challenge, which was during the challenge, uh, we offered players a thing. And 
if you took the thing, you were out of the challenge, but maybe the thing was helpful. Um, and so we, when we did that this time, uh, it was a it was the key card, and Court instantly takes it. Um, not much hesitation, and uh, I think ultimately a good decision for her. I think this was a challenge that really was going to come down to Bird and Spenchman, regardless. Um, and the key card proved itself fairly useful, uh, I think. But I think in the lead up to this day, I think there had been a lot of conversation about Spenjamin being the target, if I remember correctly. Yes, I think so too, because I remember being very, very stressed while watching that. <laughs> yes, because if Spenjamin wins immunity, that's the best outcome. <laughs> because Definitely. Can... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, I was looking for the meme. <laughs> the memes about you uh, spelling things oh, backwards. Yeah. I actually, I probably have it somewhere in my camera roll. I've sent it to a few different orgs I've played. I'm like, you want to see how bad I am at these? Spell... And so whoever made that, thank you. Chris made this one with the, it's the Captain America one where it's like <laughs> spelled backwards. And then you're labeled as Captain America saying, no, I don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs> so good oh my god yeah <laughs> i think i kept the one that um i'm trying to remember the format of it i don't i don't remember or it, it might have been that one actually it might have been <laughs> that one i think um i did send it to multiple people in different orgs and like obviously just mostly because it's funny but also just because like i i think that it helps show how good i am challenges and so there's i've had a few other challenges i've had to like try to get me to spell things backwards and um i show people that when i do it so whoever made that <laughs> it's came to a lot of handy in my life so thank you good 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 um yes yes you were in your confessional like come on bird this is about to be as bad as it could um benjamin <laughs> is gonna win so many problems are arising <laughs> this is basically the worst thing that could have happened <laughs> I'm so dramatic. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, it's great. Um, You're welcome. I'm glad I made it entertaining for you. Yeah, so the second to last horse, uh, so it was Choco who's third. Um, you had to... The black horse command is the U.S. state where you'll find the world's largest carousel. The white horse command is the last name of the aviator who rode a carousel before their historic flight, both which I believe were fun facts that we peppered throughout the challenge. Um, another case where taking notes comes in handy. Uh, and then finally, the final horse command is the year Nexus Park is set in using Roman numerals. Um which bird gets and saves you from disappointment. The worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, My savior. <laughs> so bird is immune. Spenjamin is vulnerable. And so what, uh, I guess like what from your perspective was like the reasoning behind the target of Spen and how did this make sense? I think honestly, almost all of it came down to um, trying to get in decent with the Mirth people. And I don't really remember if it was a ton of game strategy necessarily, or more so just like not wanting to like, just 
vote them out one by one. I I think that's a really lame way to play Survivor. Um, so I at least wanted to give them a chance, especially, I don't know if I, like I said, I don't know if I've completely like, clicked with Court on a game level yet, um, but at very least like Bramblecat, I know I was really, really worried about them being mad at me. <laughs> um, and so I was like, we need to do like something else because we can't just like keep voting them. And then if I was clicking with Court at that point, which I'm not, I like like on a game level, then Court would have basically been the only other option. Um, and I feel like I remember not wanting to do that at the time. I could be lying to you, but I think I don't. I don't think I wanted to do that. Uh, and so it kind of left like Steph and Benjamin that were outside of the um, air quote alliance. And I, like I said earlier, I just don't think for a while there was not a point in me voting out Steph, especially early merge. I think Steph was really fun to talk to, um, was like a good ally. Uh, I don't think she was like ready to turn on me at any point. And so I think it just kind of came down to like it being the only option that would like put us in a good position. Um, I was probably being just me and Bird um, because I obviously was very concerned about that. Uh, So I think it was less of like, oh, I won't spin Jimin out and being like, I just don't see another way that this would work. Because, like, you have to build some kind of relationship with people before you make moves with them. And so, like, obviously, I think, was Jordan the vote right after that? Yes. There was one. Okay, that's what I thought. So, like, obviously, that came in handy um, to some extent, even if it did not go entirely. But I feel like like that would have been really hard to make happen if I had never voted with any of like the three um, Mirth people from that air quote alliance um, at all. Like I feel like I kind of needed something to be like, yeah, like you trust me this time, like trust me again. Um, like I am a trustworthy person. I promise I voted out this guy that like trusted me for you um, or whatever. And so like, obviously I think it was more like, sacrifice <laughs> like he just had had to be him you know mm. it's unfortunate poor spenchman of course benjamin i do regret it it's not well not like game wise but <laughs> emotional wise mm-hmm. to not deserve it uh this one goes a little bit easier obviously you're working with the mirth players so they a lot of them are also voting alongside you um there's a sort of minor uh, split because I believe there was some concern that Benjamin had an idol. Yeah, I think like very, very mild concern, but like basically just like the average amount of concern when there is not an idol to be known yet. Like just like the chance that someone could have it, especially I think Benjamin had done fairly well in challenges and stuff. And so, of course, there were like plushies disappearing. And so like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there was always a little bit of concern for that, which I feel like was valid, but yeah, I think the split would make sense. I can't really remember how it split, but that makes sense. Uh Spengeman votes for Choco, and then Bram and Bird both vote for Steph as the secondary target, I guess, in yes. this case. Um I, and- I actually I do remember her being like surprisingly chill about that, and I was like <laughs> How? <laughs> Why aren't you panicking? <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing gets Steph to panic. 
<laughs> I love that for her too. I need to learn. Uh, everyone else votes for Spenjamin. Spenjamin goes out in 10th place, second member of the jury, and we are down to single digits. We have reached the halfway point in the season as far as number of players left in the game. Uh, it's a lot. A lot going on. Yep. Very much so. It gets exciting. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's shrinking. It's more claustrophobic. There's, there's a lot of pressure. And so within all this time, uh, we've got, I'm like scrolling through the key events channel and there's all these like advantages and pieces of information being found in the arcade. Um, in that last cycle, bird found their, uh, vote advantage where they could learn the first two votes that were submitted, I believe during a tribal council, uh, Jordan finds some information, uh, in the arcade, which was that it's a final three, I believe, um i don't think i ever knew about that until just now <laughs> uh then um bramble cat finds uh their advantage uh in between that tribal council and the next challenge which i believe is the uh, advantage detector which i don't think they ended up playing uh but i basically, also don't think i knew about that either yeah, basically, it let you know if somebody had an active, unused advantage. Um, so you would just ask us in your confessional, hey, tell me if Bird has an advantage, and we will say yes or no, basically. Um, we wouldn't tell you what it was or how it worked or what it did, but if they had something that they could play, we would say yes. Otherwise, no. Uh, and no, I don't, yeah, I don't think Bramble ever used it now that I'm thinking back. Um, but we get to, uh, your challenge highlight of the season is next. Touchy subjects. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a while after, <laughs> after the carousel. Um, yeah. So let's see, we've done touchy subjects a few different ways in this version. I think it was fairly standard. Um, we gave you 15 questions. First, you told us who you thought the best answer was to that question that you wasn't yourself. And then you tried to guess the person who got the most, uh, who was answered the most for each question by everybody. And you'd get a point each time your guess was provided as the answer. So, uh, for example, the first question was who was the most likable person here? And four people said bird, two people said you, one person said Choco, one person said Court, one person said Jordan. So you would get that many points if you said those people. And if you said anybody else, you'd get zero. So, um, you are a social player. This is right up your alley. I love Mia Touchy Subjects. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. How did... Uh, I don't know if like the question. I don't know if like what strategy you used is really the right way to ask this. But like, what um, I don't know. Did you expect to win slash do well, or were there questions like we can go through some of the questions too? But like, were there ones that obviously a couple of them were fairly easy because they were unanimous. But um, I mean, most of these are very widely split between you know what people think. Um, I think I really don't think I had any expectation of winning. I remember being like violently stressed about answering them because 
basically every single one of them i felt like i was throwing bird under the bus but i also was like i can't not because like mm-hmm. they made it so easy to like they were so good <laughs> i was like i just like i was i remember being on like the bus with my friends i was on like a field trip or something i was like just trying to like live a nice peaceful life and i was trying to fill them out and i was just like absolutely spazzing on the back of the bus um because i just did not know to put for any of them and so i don't even think like i i definitely tried but my goal was not to win i did have a big goal of not offending anyone horribly um but that's like such a hard thing to do i don't think there were like terrible questions on here um i might be wrong but i don't think i know like some touchy subjects have like who's like the person least likely to win this game and that we might have had that but i didn't think we did um, um let's see so most likable we had who would you like to get stuck at the top of a ferris wheel with uh you said bramble cat as your of course. I think- genuine answer <laughs> Um, yeah no definitely steph put you for that one i love her uh who would you trust most to watch your kids slash pets uh you again put bramble cat um court put you for this one uh see i just i feel like i shouldn't have been because there were so many people who had kids (laughs) and but like my thought process was bram had a kid at like 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 that was a weird way to word that like they have older kids who have been every age up until then so like my thought process was like they could watch any kid because like they've had one at that age before most likely because you're not gonna have someone babysit a 16 year old Mm -hmm. so (laughs) my logic totally made sense um who is the most underestimated you said it was maddie and court put you down for this one um who thinks they are safe but is not uh nobody put you down for this Um, that's nice (laughs) but some of the answers jordan maddie and court came up about a couple of times each uh perhaps the most in the most like of a moment question we get asked was who is in control of this game all of you except for bird answered bird and all of you put bird in the which one do you think showed up who, who do you, what answer do you think showed up the most often didn't um, they put themselves for all of them like in the second yes they did part of it yes they did so I thought, yeah <laughs> um yeah so obviously like this isn't something that was entirely in your control because uh, clearly it was in bird's control but it's just I'm fascinated by a group of people, Bird included, I think even would have put themselves if they were able to, um, agreeing unanimously on who's in control at final nine, and that person is sitting at the end of the game. That you is ridiculous. <laughs> I I definitely think that, um, I've, I've thought about this a lot, um, but like what I would do if I had gone to the end, and obviously we'll never know. <laughs> and I, I had said a lot about the game like i don't think i'll ever be able to like vote for them i just and i i i don't think i think it would have taken like a bit like for like either knowing for sure that they were gonna vote me like say i had like somehow survived my vote say like somebody flipped other than bird and i figured out vote bird had voted for me 
then like I think after that I could flip or like maybe at the very end I have been through seasons and said I wouldn't vote someone and then voted them at the end because I'm not a good ally but (laughs) I like I just I was at very least like going to position myself in hopes that someone would take them out first that was a lot of like what I thought was like my safety net was that I thought if people saw me and Bird as a duo, which like they did, I, yeah. I, yeah, which like I feel like was a pretty common like perception of us, then why go for me first? That's crazy. You're absolutely crazy. And I'm sorry. I <laughs> I feel like that is like especially at final eight, like maybe like maybe that's a little bit early to take out a big threat. I get it. That's fine. And like maybe they didn't think I would have flipped. Nobody even, like, tried mentioning something like that to me, as far as I'm aware. I could be wrong. But I just think that's, like, insane. And it, it definitely shows how good Bird's social game was, because nobody wanted to vote them out. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's, like, insanely impressive, of course. But, like, I just, like, really was convinced that, like, I was like, if someone wants to, like, weaken the two of us, it's so painfully obvious to go for Bird. I was like, why, why wouldn't you? And I apparently did not think that through properly but yeah no i think i also think that's crazy that they went to the end i was in ponderos like waiting for them to be voted out and it just kept not happening and i I think that's like one of the craziest things i've witnessed yeah no it's true um we did a pair of questions which were who do you trust the most who do you trust the least uh and maybe this is uh part of part of things um Court and Steph said they trusted you the most. Uh, but Jordan and Choco said they trusted you the least. I don't know if I ever did to Beans during the season, but <laughs> I think it's funny. That makes sense, though. <laughs> um, we're going to go on a string of uh, answer questions here where you were the answer for Beans uh, <laughs> in each of them. Oh, I don't who, even know if I looked at this all the way. <laughs> uh, who is the best liar? Bean said you. <laughs> it's the only one you did. Uh, yeah. who, who can't keep a secret? Bean said you. So did Maddie See, and so did Waxler. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> Is that fair? That's kind of accurate. That's, no, that's accurate. I I think I, I don't think I was a good liar during Nexus. So I don't think that was insanely fair. But like, I think in Ors, it's more of a compliment to say you're a good liar. But I think I definitely got better at that. But I don't think it's a nexus, to be honest. Um, but when it came to um, the worst of keeping a secret, I don't think I've ever kept an org secret in my life. I think I <laughs> blab about it to everybody. And it works for me sometimes. So, like, not mad about it, but I, I do tell everybody everything and just, like, hope that they don't talk about it or, like, something like that. So, yeah, no, they knew they were talking about <laughs> uh, Who is the most chaotic being said you come on now Wait, to be fair if smm was there mm-hmm. would have won that by landslide so oh absolutely no question i'll take like the runner-up the ghost runner-up <laughs> uh who mistakenly thinks they are in control of this game uh bird put you down for this one i honestly i don't think that was like insanely off either because like i think i was I don't think I was, thought I was going to win, but I definitely think I, or I thought that I had a lot more control than I did. Um, and like, 
I don't know if that's what it worded, but I, I, I do feel like I thought that things were going in a different direction. So I wasn't insanely confident in my game. I don't really know if I would have went that far necessarily. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think it was in, like completely off either, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, who is the most likely to stab you in the back? <laughs> Beans and Jordan both put you for this one. Damn. You put Court for this one. Awkward. I actually don't really remember why I put that, if I'm being honest. Hmm. Just but I also don't really remember where I was with Court. I have like a very poor timeline in my head of like when I got close to Court. Or like when I like started trusting her, I guess. Right. Uh, the penultimate question who would you most like to blindside uh, you again put court for this one um, and Jordan put you <laughs> love to see it I think was court like I think was she like possibly like a tentative vote for like the, that cycle like if I hadn't caused like a mess uh, I might be wrong but I feel like people had talked about her like throwing her name out as she, like another easy vote she got votes, yes. Okay. She ended I up think getting votes from that might have been Maddie and Jordan. Uh, so, yeah. And then final question was, who is the most dangerous to sit with at Final Travel Council? Six out of the nine people. Bird. <laughs> crazy. Crazy how that happens. Oh, my goodness. Including, was, yeah. including uh, both other finalists. Um, and uh that's that's it yeah no crazy yeah (laughs) that was a time (laughs) we should all be a little bit not proud of ourselves for that one (laughs) so like we said uh you ended up winning this um i believe the maximum possible score was 51 uh you ended up with a score of 41 pretty good Waxler got 40, Bramble got 39, and kind of just trickled down to Bird, who got a 29 by picking just themselves. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I enjoyed like a lot of that though. I think it was really stressful, but also I love the chaos that it starts, so I think it was fun. <laughs> so, um as for winning this reward challenge, by the way. Uh, you get to go on a ride in a hot air balloon. And then you got to take somebody with you. And yep. so uh, I asked you to pick somebody and you picked Bramble Cat. Why? I think I was just like Bramble? screaming in my confessional about that, wasn't I? Like, I might be wrong, but I feel like I was just screaming at you while I decided who uh, I was going to pick. I might be wrong, but I remember being really stressed out about that. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Oh, um, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, <laughs> um, Bramble Cat. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I think, um, actually, I, this part, for me at least, I feel like made sense. Um, if I was, like, I was, I think at that point, I was thinking about blindsiding Jordan. Had I think all the stuff, um, with the sub-channels that happened, which is also probably something I can touch on at some point, if you would like. Sure, Um yeah. But uh, I remember there already being, like, a lot of chaos in between 
then and now, the last tribal and now. And like, I don't think I was super set on it yet, but, or actually, no, it's okay if I rewind to after course, the Benjamin yeah. tribal. Um, I kind of forgot that it happened then. So um, I, I remember after the Benjamin tribal, we had me, Bird, Maddie, and Jordan had decided to sneak into the flip channels and have a little meeting, which in my opinion was a very stupid thing to do um, <laughs> if we were going to be close because there's no chance that somebody did not see all of us sneaking out, at least two of us together or something. Like, we were not that smooth, but it's okay. But we talked about it before. And I remember um, Jordan had asked me at some point, like, who the vote was on. And I, like, wasn't super confident in it, but I didn't want to just, like, scream a name at her either just because we hadn't talked a lot. Well, apparently that was part of the problem. Um, and so we go into the sub channels and we're having a nice little alliance meeting except like we're not a good alliance we don't communicate with each other i i don't think they were super high on my trust rankings and if they were it was because of the like alliance that shouldn't have been an alliance like i don't know why we were all like in an alliance together it was weird but she kind of takes it as an opportunity to like throw me under the bus a little bit in front of people and which is obviously like a strategy to do um especially to catch like someone off guard but as we've seen like it does not take a genius to realize i don't handle that well so i like immediately i think i said i think i was like crying during this like for absolutely no reason it was really dramatic um i should not have been but i was really stressed out about it because like a little part of me like gaslighting myself at first because like she goes in there and she's basically like like Darcy, like why, like aren't you talking to me? And I was like, like what do you mean? I was like, I'm talking to you. I was like, I like we hadn't talked a lot, but I was like, what do you mean I'm not talking to you? Um, and then she's like, you're like, like leaving me on like red for two days and all this stuff. And I was like, I have no clue what you're talking about. And like when I looked at my DMs with her, I don't think I'd really ever left her on open. I don't leave anyone on open um, for at least like not over a day, um, unless they have left me on like open for a long time. But, and, like, then I won't respond, or then, obviously, I won't, like, double text all the time just because I don't want to, like, seem needy or anything. But um, I think that she brought that up there, and I was, like, I have no clue what you're talking about. And then I feel like it was just a really uncomfortable position, especially with Bird being there, and and then Maddie was just, like, there. Um, and I don't even remember that to be honest um i don't really remember what maddie had to say or anything like that um but i think i was very aware throughout all of the game that maddie was closer to jordan than he was with me and i don't think that was a secret to anybody um but i do remember getting very stressed out about that i mean like i have no clue what you're talking about and then um her bringing up how i hadn't been direct about whose name was out even thinking about it she probably already knew whose name was out i guarantee bird had told her but, like, she was acting like she didn't know to me, but, like, was still mad that I hadn't directly told her either. But it's fine. Um, and so, basically, there was just problems. There was stress. Um, and then there was something that came up where I think Court had talked to me about having the key card, maybe. I think it was something like that. And, like, I, like, said something about knowing it, which was a horrible thing to do. I don't know what was going through my head but i think like i said i performed terribly under pressure and like it all came out of nowhere and i thought we were going to just have a chill post-tribal conversation pat ourselves on the back for another successful vote and we didn't do that which 
was very unfortunate. And so I wasn't really expecting it. And we talked about the court thing. And she, I remember her pushing for me to be like, like to either figure it out for them um, so that they can get into the lab or something like that. And I just like didn't want to do that, which obviously people don't really care about like how you feel about things in orgs, I guess, um, because it is a game and people are competitive, um, which is valid. But like, I, I did just feel really bad about it. And I feel like me and court, I think this kind of gives me a grasp of like where we were at that time. I think we had talked enough where I really didn't want to do that to her. Um, and I shouldn't have said anything, but my, my brain did. So I'm pretty sure like, I like directly got out of that and like took a few minutes, maybe not even that to like recover, bring myself together. My mom thought I was sick because I was so like red and stressed. I was like, I don't know what's happening. I was, I was so stressed for no reason. Um, but I remember like immediately going to, I think Bramble Cat first and being like, Hey, like you guys are not in a good position here. And I like promise you, you want to like do something differently right now. Um, and then I think after talking to her for a little bit, I was like, I think I talked to them about going to, um, Waxler and Beans and like mentioning it to them. And, uh, Bram said it was okay. I think it was something like that. Well, then I kind of like talked to the three of them about it. And I think this was like the only thing ever I did and like <laughs> didn't talk to Bird about it originally first. Um, and so I don't think, I don't think I said anything. I think I was like really pissed off in my DM with Bird. Um, but it was also kind of like frustrating how Bird was like, yeah, like I don't really know what she's talking about either. I was like, yeah, cause it's fake. Like it's like a literal <laughs> lie. I was like, it's not confusing. It's just a lie. Um, but I, they were in a difficult position and I understand that. So it's okay. Um, I went to everyone and was like, do you want to do something with me? Um, and not gonna lie. I, as stressful of a move as it was, it was very fun doing something exciting um, <laughs> and like just like kind of shaking things up. Um, and so I went to them, talked about it and it's kind of like name dropped. And then I think it was kind of a thing is like, we'll discuss more like later. Like uh, there's no point in doing it like way before the challenge, especially if we'd heard that there was a reward challenge already and it wasn't an immunity. Then that's like even more time before tribal. Mm-hmm. I think we like put it to sleep and was like, well, talk about it later and i hated that a lot actually um a a lot a lot just because like that's a horrible time to have like a kind of complicated plan right um and so i think that kind of died down so when it came to picking hot air balloon picking back up um i think that i really wanted to at least bring one of the three of the mirth people to like gain their trust and I do think it might have been a better idea thinking back on it to maybe have done beans or waxler and trying to like get their trust more because I felt better about my relationship with Bram obviously mm-hmm. but I didn't think that much um, <laughs> I didn't think much about a lot of my decisions during this game to be quite honest but um, I it, it was comfortable and honestly I was at like I was like obviously going through that um, survivor org phase of like wanting to constantly be talking to someone on your phone and like 
I like didn't want it to be like I can't remember how long we were in. It was like three hours or something. I did not want it to be three hours of just like what mine and beans or mine and waxers conversations were like, to be totally honest. I just <laughs> I think that that would have been hard on all of us involved. Um Yes. And so and yes, I think especially hours. yeah, I think especially if you I don't know how I remember that, to be honest. But anyways. Um I think if you're doing something like that too, you want to be able to trust who you're with. Um, And so out of the three of them, obviously, I I think it was never really a competition I trusted uh, Bram more. So I brought them and then you did the whole, like pick somebody else. And I think I screamed at you more after that. (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) I posted an uh, innocent uh, halo emoji and you said, no, I don't accept the angel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah and then you Sounds said right. you said bird fuck that's a bad judgment call i just can't <laughs> yeah so. i mean i knew at the time i feel like i don't know i kind of you can excuse it by being like yeah people arguing we were close like no point in doing whatever but i didn't do that um at the time i didn't really think of how to do that but I also, if the three Merth people, what was their alliance called again? It was like PTA or something? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember. But if like the three of them were like going to be on my plan, then it was final nine. So obviously like, I think we needed one more person. And I, I feel like it would not have been hard to get court on. But I think I mentioned after I went to the Merth people, to bird that i was like i just like i can't do this like i like i, I want to vote her out um but like i i do think that i told them that i didn't care if they were involved in the vote as long as i had the numbers and they didn't rat me out i was like just like you don't have to vote her out if you don't want to like i'm not going to force you to do it um just because i think if there's enough votes on somebody there's no point if it's gonna like upset somebody like I think it was obvious that they were close, so like there's just no point. Jordan, and so you're um, about. yes, Jordan. Okay. Sorry, I didn't really explain that well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I told Bird, well, like you don't have to vote them, but like don't throw me under the bus, please. And so they were like, okay. And originally, I think they were basically like, you can do what you want, but like, and I trust you, but like I am not going to be a part of it. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, I'm ready. Don't worry. I'm still going to do it. Um, but then I think they had shown some sign of like leaning towards it. And so I figured that having bird and Bram there together could be like a little, um, bonding experience, um, <laughs> for bird to feel more comfortable in making this decision. Um, mm-hmm. and I do, I do remember that being where my thoughts came from. Whether or not it was the best idea, maybe not. I should have thought about that before. I just, I don't think it was, like, in my, like, thought process that I was going to win. So I was like, I don't need to think about that, obviously. Um, I did, though. I just chose not to. So, yeah, I think I can kind of back my reasoning, just not incredibly well. Because, um, like, I guess I would say, you know, we see this dilemma in, in the show a lot, and... Um, there's never like, I would say there's never like 
a, a genuine consensus like right way to approach these types of decisions but people generally feel like there's always a wrong way to do it um <laughs> although i will i will say that i think um of the three of you you uh bram and bird i kind of think that the the way the choices happened might have hurt bramble cat's game more than the either of the other two of you because like obviously people knew you and bird were together uh most everybody knew that bird and bramble cat had had a connection prior to the merge um and most uh you know assumed that they were if not working together like at least close in some sense and so the connection between those three people that was perhaps the least out there was the one between you and bramble cat which when you pick bramble cat first uh kind of implies that if there isn't one there you want there to be or that there already is one and like i don't know like <laughs> i don't know that it really affected you in as much way as it affected her them because they are I don't know. I, I, like, I think it throws more. Um, I don't know. If, uh, I don't know if like suspicion is the right word, but it definitely calls into question like their allegiance. I would say from like the perspective of Waxler and Choco Beans, uh, who had been with them the whole game. Not that I, I actually, think... honestly. Sorry. Sorry yeah. Go ahead. Okay, good. I was just gonna say I haven't really thought about that. Um, really at all it's just like a selfish way that i play um i kind of wish it had worked more considering the next round i would have loved for them to be a little bit more suspicious of them yeah um but i think some of my thought with that was that at least well this was actually more of an excuse that i used and less of like whatever so like i i I know it was not a great excuse but I would also have done this in different situations and like figured it out, I think. But like where, especially from where Jordan and Maddie were sitting, um, Steph a little bit less so, but at least from where Jordan and Maddie were sitting from like my part, like with mine and Bram's connection, um, was that like we obviously had the weird little thing going on with Mirth. And I tried to play it off as like, yeah, like I want them to feel safe. I don't want to just take like a OG like Euphoria person and like expect them to be like completely chill about how the next vote would go, um, especially if we were talking about voting court. Um, which I feel like if there hadn't been so much tension, could have been a good excuse for me. Obviously, I don't think that would have worked for Bramblecott as well. I do feel like. I might be wrong, but I I just I feel like Beans and Waxler like had to have been aware of the fact that I was closer to Bram than I was to them, and maybe that's like maybe I didn't talk to them enough for them to even realize that. But like, if Bram was having like any kind of communication with them, I feel like it would have been obvious that I was giving them more than I was giving Wax and Beans. Mm-hmm. But I, I could be wrong. I'm not really sure. I I don't remember either of them 
and and I guess I think it's also a case of like at this stage in the game they didn't really have the option to kind of deviate. Yeah. Uh, maybe if it had been like earlier on in the merge that this had happened, which like I don't know, this it's final nine, so it's pretty early. But um, I think given the way the lines had kind of been drawn to this point, and I think both Beans and Waxler had had not the best success with like bonding with other with like maddie and jordan um i think waxler had bonded a bit with steph but i think beans in particular had had a tough time bonding with people from euphoria so they they kind of had their wagons were hitched to bramble cat for better or worse yeah so even if they did have uh concerns or doubts i don't think there was much they could have done to act on them at least at this point that's fair so, um, you get this three-hour hot air balloon ride, and it's all hunky-dory. Um, <laughs> there's absolutely nothing extra going on uh, until... I'm trying to remember how it was triggered. I think we dropped it in for you. Um, there were some command attempts. And then, yes, we had the bot send a hot air balloon picture... I remember that, yeah, because we kept trying to do commands to, like, the pictures, and just nothing was working, and so, like, you just made us suffer for, like, no reason. <laughs> um, so then we posted, then we dropped in um, an audio clip that we got Cheese to record. Thank you, Cheese. Um, he played the role of our hot air balloon pilot, and within, like, a minute, uh, Bramblecat had figured out the command, and it all opened up an immunity blessing that all three of you had to unanimously agree upon who should get it. It could be someone in the hot air balloon. It didn't have to be, though. Um, and you would make the choice privately. So that's kind of interesting. Um, you immediately, <laughs> immediately in your confessional, you said, uh, or no, this was later, I guess. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. How do you come to the decision? Like, this isn't the first time we've done this, but I, I think it kind of is interesting how this the group of people decides on who should get the thing. Um, I don't exactly remember. I think it came down to, I think we talked before that point about the um, potential Jordan vote, and I think that uh, Bird had mostly just, like, decided to, or, like, showed that they were deciding to go with it um i do realize that there was like a bit more hesitation but i do i think at that point like i i at the time was com more confident that they would at very least not mess up the plans but potentially actually vote with us and so i think at that point it came down to who is like the most at risk for tribal that was just my like like very quick excuse to be like please give it to me like i will do anything if you give it to me right now like i'll give you a hug i will <laughs> give you my first like born child like just like, give it to me please <laughs> and um i think that that was like i don't i'm sure there was probably better ways to go about it but that was like the main way i could think about me getting it because i can't just be like yeah i know i'm like the coolest one here so like hand it over obviously um but i i did really want it and so that's the excuse that I think that I used. Um, I can't remember if anything else was said, but I think the main concern was like, I don't know if I said it or if like someone else said it first and I was just like happy they said it. Um, 
but I was, I, I think if nobody else said it, then I think I was like, yeah, like I wonder, like, I think we should just like do whoever is like, we think could actually use it. Cause like, you can't just give it to somebody like random and then them just like, right. like show up, like <laughs> rocking a immunity necklace. That would make sense. They'd be confused. We'd be confused. Everyone would know where it came from. So silly. <laughs> and so I think it was decided that like someone there was going to get it. But I, I think Bird might have actually mentioned whoever would be the most like in trouble. Uh, I can't see. remember though. So I don't really remember how it went about. <laughs> Bramble made the comment that if you don't all agree, you're just kind of throwing it away, which is fair. Yeah. Um, Valid. And so you said like, let's not do that if we can like save <laughs> one of us because you know. <laughs> um. And then you determined that it could be one of you three, at which point Bramble said, this is totally our chance to take out Jordan. Um, Love them. You you said that you wouldn't want to put it on Bird because you think they can win immunity in the challenge. Uh, That was probably a bad thing to say, actually. In (laughs) hindsight, like you shouldn't say that to someone, but I didn't have a lot of brain cells, so that adds up. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) i I promise i'm better at orange now guys (laughs) please don't judge me if if there's like i know there's some people in alliance who like mostly just stay in alliance because it's like one of the most like solid communities i've seen if you haven't seen me anywhere else i promise i'm not bad at orgs or if you've only ever seen me in alliance or red panda i'm also better at orgs than that like because that was also really bad so i promise i'm not this bad it's so embarrassing (laughs) Um, Bramblecat says eventually it would be funny if Jordan decided to take out Darcy and then she got this fancy necklace at the beginning of Tribal Uh, we'd love to see it yep Um, (laughs) and then you said and I think this was a good thing for you to say at this point which was I think we could make that happen but I also hate the idea that the vote would then be defaulted to one of you because I would feel like shit if it was supposed to be me and got turned around and I think that's a really good sort of um, kind of like a hedge answer to like, especially as somebody who really wanted to get it regardless. Yeah. Um, like I you, feel like it would have been really bad to just be like, yes, give it to me. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Bramble said they could see it landing on them. Uh, Bird posted a, we're all in this together gif from high school musical. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Um, and some more sort of dancing around the issue and Bird said I feel like of the three of us Darcy is the most at risk but I worry about where that sends votes otherwise which is very valid because as we're going to see this is a very disorderly uh, disorganized tribal council uh, when we get to it Um, well I do think another thing and I, I know Bird's going to listen to this, so I'm going to say this directly at them. Um, but, like, if if people just didn't talk, talk about talk about said immunity necklace, then the votes would have been a little bit easier. Either people would have had to directly say where they're going in tribal, and that would have been exciting. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't th- see anything wrong in that. I think that would have been really fun. Or they just scatter, and then there's no chance they all unanimously end up on somebody because I doubt they're going to talk about some, like, random immunity necklace being like given to someone at the beginning so right. it's mostly problematic when you tell other people about it <laughs> which 
makes this an exciting time. <laughs> Bird said, if I go home because either of you have this immunity, I will not be torn up about it. Um, and then Bram uh, reveals her their advantage, which is the one they found um, in Skee-Ball, to let them know whether or not somebody has uh, an advantage <laughs> that they can um, use. I guess I did know about that. I did yes. not remember that at all. <laughs> Um, so you can use it, uh, on there. Like the idea was you could use it on Maddie. You could use it, um, on Jordan bird said they're pretty sure Jordan has something, but they weren't sure what. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that aged well. Um, thank you bird. <laughs> and then finally we get, so we're about 15 minutes before the end of the, ride in the hot air balloon and Bram says let's give it to Darcy Bird says you're okay with this you said are you guys sure because please say if you aren't and then everybody's like nope we're gonna vote we're gonna give it to Darcy and so you won an, a reward challenge and you came away with immunity <laughs> funny I how just that works I just like, counted that as an immunity challenge at that point <laughs> because it took me a really long time to actually win my first immunity challenge and so that was the closest I'd gotten for a bit. So I just halfway counted it. <laughs> it's funny because uh, I remember in Academy, there was a meme about um, <laughs> Hirsch talking about like, I wonder if the reward for this reward challenge is immunity, <laughs> which is a great <laughs> joke. But also like sometimes it is actually, as it turns out. Yep. Um. <laughs> so, just have to be me, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, that meant we had nine people. You were going to be immune, although I guess technically you couldn't actually confirm that until you showed up to tribal council, but we, we feel pretty confident that that was going to happen. Yeah, I actually felt really confident until like, like 10 minutes before tribal or something like really close. And I was like, what if they didn't? What if somebody just didn't give it to me? And then I just show up and get like brutally voted out because like it took me a while to even be like, even consider it. I had all of my faith placed in these two people in this hot air balloon. And it took me a little bit. And then I was like, there was a chance that I like, I just got so played. And luckily I didn't, but that was definitely a little bit of a concern. I don't know if I ever like talked to my confessional about it because it happened so quickly before tribal, mm -hmm. at least what I'm remembering. But yeah, no, it was weird. Yes. Um, so, uh, I guess before we jump into the next immunity challenge, I'm curious how you would kind of... Uh, there's something so intriguing and interesting about the sort of triangle of relationships between you and Bird and Jordan this season. And more so than just like what they actually were is also like how each of you perceived them and how they changed. Cause I think those perceptions are incredibly different. Uh, so I guess given that this is where we're about to end up with Jordan being voted out, um, what kind of, how did you see that? You know, you talked about that conversation that the group of you had in the sub channels, like obviously there was some tension, but like, I don't know. How did you feel that was and like how was like jordan's relationship with bird if that was at all on your 
radar like affecting things like that sort of stuff i i completely agree i think the um nobody really had the same perceptions i think if anyone had the most clear idea it was bird um just because they were the most in the middle but like after the season when i looked back on things i feel like it seemed to be like a tug of war between me and jordan fighting over who was bird's number one but i did not realize i was part of that um i didn't even realize that was a thing and this this is gonna make me sound really dumb but like i was just more confident in mine and bird's like game relationship than i should have been and so i really wasn't worried about jordan um i knew that she was close to bird and so like i said like i wasn't gonna like force bird to vote her out i knew they were closer with each other than i was to jordan um I didn't, I never really, I just didn't think to compare it really. Um, which is like obviously something you do need to do at some point in orgs. But I am kind of glad, at least for my own sanity, that I never did because I feel like we did kind of see where we were like the three like very emotional players. I think we did see that get very emotional and like a little problematic. And I'm glad that I was not thinking about that because I would have driven myself insane and like it just wouldn't have been worth it and my game probably would have been better if I had but I don't really care um, <laughs> I think that that would have been a really stressful position to be in and so from my perspective I was pretty confident in my relationship with Bird um, even though I was like I was, I feel like I was really aware of how like good they were doing I think they were doing better in the game than I did realize but I was like not I don't think in a way that it would have made me like immediately vote them out. But like, I, I just, I think I recognized for most of the game, I, re <clears throat> I recognized that they were doing well, but like, I just didn't have it in me to like fight that. So like, I, and I also thought that me and Jordan, I thought we were chill for like a while. Like I thought we were pretty cool. Um, but I, I did question why me, her, bird and maddie were on an alliance because i was like i really like i clicked with jordan pretty good at first and then like i felt like she was like being more dry with me and like she was the one not responding to me and like a lot like for like i think she was sick some at the end of it and she was like yeah sorry i'm sick and i was like oh it's totally okay like obviously you're allowed to be sick and not be here but then i feel like i got sort of blamed for our relationship not being great when i feel like i was trying um, and I wasn't trying insanely hard because I didn't realize it was a problem until it was definitely too late. Um, and then the way she came about it was just, I feel like obviously not the way to come to me about things. We've seen how that goes. Um, <laughs> so like, I feel like that was not a good idea. Um, I just kind of thought that like we were chill enough that we weren't going to go for each other super soon. But I, I did have like thoughts of like, when her and Maddie could go home because I, I honestly saw um, a better path with like Bram and Court and people on the other side or just Bird and wanted to like get that away from Bird. So I saw kind of me and Jordan as like relatively okay, but like I didn't, I never really saw it becoming so controversial and weird, I guess. Um, I thought if one of us was going to go home, it was going to be chill. Um, or as chill as it could be, I guess I was wrong. Um, but then yeah, with the relationships with Bird and how that came into play, 
I, I do kind of feel stupid looking back on it and realizing that like there was such a juggle between like me and Jordan forward. But at the same time, I'm like very grateful that I did not have to worry about that and like try and put myself there because for the entire season, I was able to like completely like enjoy talking to Bird and like building a friendship with Bird. And like, I'm really glad that the whole time I wasn't like, oh, what if like they like someone more than me? Because that would just like hurt my feelings, honestly. Mm. I'm a sensitive person, I know better. Um, And so, yeah, game wise, I was not aware enough. And I definitely realize that now. And I learned from that a lot, but um, like to do better in orgs. But uh, I am glad that I was so unaware um, and just got, I think it really helped me enjoy my time better. But I, I do think that I saw it very different. I think, I don't even, I think the lounge didn't even realize how clueless I was. Or maybe they did. They probably did. But like, <laughs> I just like, was never really that worried about it. And like, even if I knew that it was going to be on my radar, I was just trying to like, work harder on like, the future of the game instead of like, trying to like, make sure that like, I had been like, the top person since the beginning or anything like that you know i just I, I think i was just a lot less stressed and i kind of feel bad about it like in hindsight i feel like bird was stressed about it um because obviously like there's like such a caring person and like it was a like an emotional game for them but it was also on an emotional level um and obviously they stayed friends with both of us since then so it wasn't like it wasn't over two people they just like barely had conversations with like, it was, like, genuinely people they enjoyed talking to. And I kind of feel bad. Like, I almost feel like I was so unaware of the problems that, like, I don't know if that helped or, like, hurt them. Like, maybe if I was aware of them, I could have been, like, more, like, supportive. But, like, also, I don't even know how you do that in a game. But, like, I don't know. I think that's the only thing I do kind of regret about it is, like, how me being so clueless affected people. Because, like, maybe it wasn't obvious that I was, like, clueless and people were just, like, stressed about it because they thought I was stressed about it or whatever but yeah that was a really long answer to be like yeah I'm, I'm a really clueless person <laughs> no it's it's helpful to have that much context I it the sort of like the clueless aspect of things and not really having a full understanding of like not only your own relationship with people but other people's relationships with each other and how you may or may not be impacting them it's there's a couple of really nuanced subtle aspects to this game that are what may they're the they're the reasons why the game is it it can't be like solved there's a reason why like yeah there can be people who are really good at it but those aren't there's you can't have somebody who's going to win every single time like you can't master this game because you are going to have people who maybe are a little clueless about a certain social cue or interaction or relationship that you as somebody who maybe like is clued into all that stuff would never expect people to not be aware of. Um, exactly. Yeah. It's this, I remember in, in high seas, deadly said something to the effect of, you know, you're constantly trying to get people to make a move that is not in their best interest. 
but that is in your best interest. And this is like kind of a branch off of that same thought, which is, you know, you, you can't get like people aren't always going to do the right thing for anybody <laughs> because they're not fully aware of like what the right thing would even be, which is yeah. really frustrating, I think, for some players. And uh, obviously, if you're the person who doesn't know what's going on, like it's it's whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kind of prefer being in that position. I feel like I've been in the position where I'm just like, please understand. Like, even sometimes I'm trying to convince someone, like, this move is better for you. And they just don't listen to me. And I'm like, come on. Like, I beg you. Like, I will get on my knees and beg you right now to, like, listen to me. And, like, I I still can't do that. And I think that's more stressful. I kind of, I like my ignorance. It It was relaxing. Well, not a lot of things in that game were relaxing, so... I'll take it. Yeah. All right. So we get to this uh, final nine immunity challenge. Um, obviously, the importance here is for Jordan to not win immunity from your perspective. Um, so inevitably, uh, when we get down to two people left, one of them will be Jordan. Because that's kind of how this goes. Because that's how it goes for me, yeah. <laughs> um, but this challenge was bumper balls. Uh a challenge I was really excited to to get to run that I think I don't remember us testing this, but I know there was some concern about we might have even tested it with just production, but there was some concern about like how uh, long it might take just with the way the rules were set up because you couldn't um, because you only got bounced like. A cu- like you didn't get bounced far enough to like get pushed off the edge easily uh so we ended up instituting a thing where every five rounds we would add a new rule to the challenge because it didn't have enough rules already <laughs> of course of yeah. course and and i think fortunately like my concerns our concerns kind of bore out because we got six rounds into the game and everyone was still in it uh, and so we added, added a new rule and we dropped off the out, outermost um, ring of the platform. So it was, I think it started out as a 7x7 seven seven grid and then it became 5x5. Five five. And then <laughs> the next round, uh, you collided with Court and landed in a spot that was taken away. And so you fell and became the first casualty of the challenge. So unfortunate. Yeah. Good thing you got immunity another way. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> Anyways. Um, so we kept going. Uh, let's see. I think Court is the next one eliminated a round later. Uh, two more rounds after that, and Jordan and Bird run into each other, which knocks Bird off the platform. And Steph and Waxler run into each other and knock themselves both off the platform. We added another new rule, which made the entire platform tilt in one of four random directions at the end of each round, and everybody would slide in that direction. Then at round 15, we added in a f- like an artificially controlled ball <laughs> to like bounce people as well. Um, and eventually, we finally reached our last two players, which are Jordan and Bramble Cat. And... Um, the rule change we added to make it more difficult for them was that you had to do three moves uh, instead of two per round. 
So you had to think even further ahead than before. While the platform was still tilting and while the artificially controlled ball was still <laughs> in play as well. Um, so eventually, I remember I even drew like a diagram <laughs> at the end of it to show like exactly what <laughs> transpired. Because the last move was <laughs> the Bramble Cat ball and the artificial ball collided. Bramble Cat is bounced down two spaces into Jordan. The AI ball is bounced up and off the platform. Bramble Cat and Jordan collide, which sends Jordan down and off the platform as Bramble Cat bounces back up to the original spot where she where they collided with the AI ball and remains safely on the platform, which means Bramble Cat wins individual immunity. Really saved my ass there. <laughs> yeah. To be honest. Uh, so, so yeah i think i remember that being a really hard challenge obviously because i did not last long but i don't think i tried insanely hard just because i knew i had immunity but like mm-hmm. yeah that was, that was a hard one <laughs> no absolutely uh don't you know we had a couple of we had a run of like kind of complicated challenges uh in this this season and this was one of them um so bramble cat uh another individual immunity in the bank and now Jordan is open, available, vulnerable to be voted out. And how much of the like strategic maneuvering do you remember about why this vote ended up being a three, three, two, one outcome? I unfortunately too much. So for mine originally, <laughs> I did I did figure out um, some of the reason it was split the way that it was, so that bird had like more opportunity if. They did decide to flip, um, but I remember from my perspective, um, I think that like, I, I remember getting some snarky messages um, oh. that were quite, I think, uh, this, it was either then or like after like hot air, no, it was after hot air blunt, I lied. I, I think I got some snarky ones during this one too, but just like, <laughs> like asking why I didn't pick people stuff like that you know and so when the when tribal opened um i don't i I will i'm pretty sure bird was the one who leaked it and i never really thought that hard about it which obviously i should have but i never really thought that hard about how it got to her but um yeah i remember at very least i was I, i specifically remember i was sitting i was going to the theater i was going to watch a play I was really excited. My mom had gotten tickets for like me, like my family and like Spencer too. And so we were like all super excited to see like Frankenstein. And then like, as I was sitting down in the theater, I get a lovely message in tribe chat. Like, well, like, like testing that Jordan has an idol, but like in the most obvious, but not like, like not acting obvious, but like trying to make it obvious way. And honestly, I kind of did think it was a bluff um, at first, mm-hmm. but then I like I was like, yeah, this is this is not good. Um, and so she said something like implying that she had an idol, and so I was like, well, that's gonna be <laughs> so fun. Obviously, like nothing could have made this wrong better. And so I think that I can't remember really what followed that, but the main parts that I remember was Jordan coming to me. And telling me that I 
better split the votes on her because she has an idol. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And so I tried to, and then somebody got really pissed at me because I listened. Um, which is crazy to me. I was just doing what I was told, Ryan. Um, but she came to me and told me to split the votes. And I was like, so I went to people and I was like, okay, split the votes, I guess. Like, it doesn't hurt. We had enough people. It helped that bird was on the same page at that point. So the hot air balloon came in handy. Um, me and Bramble kept peer pressured bird into it. And so, um, yeah, I think we decided to split the votes just in case. Uh, because Jordan was like, I'm going to play on Maddie. I'm not going to play it on myself. But I was like, you're crazy if you do that. <laughs> but like she did. And so I, I guess jokes on me. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I still don't regret putting votes on him, of course, just because like, I don't want anyone. I think these court was the other, only like the third person get votes, right? Uh, so yeah, three votes on Jordan, three votes on Maddie, two votes on court, one vote on Chocoplex. Okay. Um, rather. Oh yeah, <laughs> wrong one, but close. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think I would have obviously I would have been like that mad if Maddie went home. But obviously, like my beef with Jordan and Jordan's beef with me was not quiet. No. And so I didn't want to deal with that for another round. I think I would have rather got voted out. So um, I'm glad that. It, it she just went home um and it was still played on maddie just because i think that would have been a really exhausting thing to try and fix uh so I, I tried like for a little bit being like yeah no like that's not why i didn't take you for the hot air balloon thing like obviously after you took me in a sub channel and like told me that i wasn't being a good friend or ally like i was definitely going to take you before but like yeah no um I just, yeah, I think I remember it being kind of complicated, just like deciding who's voting who, and then afterwards uh, talking to somebody or just like reading that it was so that like Bird had like more of a say, which honestly is really impressive to me. Um, I that was like a layer of the game I hadn't really thought that much about um, until then, uh, was like splitting votes, like who got split where, and. Uh, Actually, recently, my last word that I played, I had somebody pick who to split the votes on and then just didn't vote for the right person and just pretended it was an accident when it wasn't. But I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. It obviously wasn't. And so that was just not a layer of the game I had really, like, raveled down, I guess. Um, which obviously was my fault. But, yeah, I think that was a lot of it. it was A lot of the reason it was hard, I think, was just because it was just, um, like I said... It wasn't quiet. It wasn't just like a normal uh, vote that just kind of went chill. <laughs> it had to go a little crazy, but that's okay, I guess. Feelings get in the way sometimes. Feelings get in the way, yeah. It happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Jordan shows you her idol, which was interesting. Yeah, I that part. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And um, one of the things that's, I don't know if, I don't don't want to say interesting a second time, but one of the things that we've done in the past with um, idols, especially one, I don't know if we've had half idols. We did in, uh, yes, we did. When we we did Summit's half idols, they were each 
two halves of a of a circle and when you combine them they formed a full circle right and we did the same thing here where each one was a puzzle piece that fit together um and so when you see the full image it's like two puzzle pieces that are locked together and i don't know i don't remember there being any real conversation about um the fact that this was probably two half idols at a point before then um i didn't see any response any comments from you about it uh at least regarding the picture i don't know if bird ever said anything about giving their half idol to jordan that you're familiar with um i think there's a chance that after the jordan vote they explained it and just like apologized and obviously i'm the person that i am so i was like that's fine and they voted me out and i was like that's not fine um (laughs) but like yeah no i think honestly there's a lot of things that happen because of my inexperience but i think that specifically was one of like one of the ones that i like i just wouldn't have thought about like i don't think there was any piece in my brain that would have been like yes like make sure you check and see if it looks like a half idol or if there's anything suspicious so i just think that like and like obviously like that's just something you're gonna run into especially if you um are a horrible horrible spectator like i am and have never or have never spectated um or something like that and honestly i actually i'm gonna be totally honest and say i don't think i've ever worried about two half idols even after that so i never learned my lesson um but yeah i just don't think that's something i would have thought about just because like i didn't even know what advantages would look like i got my three little plushies and while like they're actually sitting on my shelf directly beside of me right now they're like my first college decoration i love them hmm. um they're great but they, they didn't give me shit and so i had no clue how <laughs> advantages would be presented anything like and I like I picked my plushies with strategy. Like I thought about it for a long time. And I was I didn't pick them based off of which ones I liked more. No offense to like the ones <laughs> sitting beside of me. But like I picked them with strategy. And what does that What does that mean? <laughs> um, it's bad. Um, it's really stupid. But like I didn't want to pick like the incredibly obviously like this. This sounds so bad. Like I feel like I'm like I'm gonna offend them. I know they're inanimate, but like still. But like I didn't want to pick ones that were like obviously like the cutest ones there because I was like that's way too obvious. Like they'll get those immediately, and like production's gonna think about the fact that they're gonna get those immediately and not put them in those. So they're gonna put them in like the middle ones and like the ones that are like not super like niche, I guess. Like so, like I got one of the bunnies because I was like, well, one of the bunnies is like there's like a few bunnies and so i was like maybe they're gonna put them in one of the bunnies because that will like take longer to get to draw some suspense um and like first one i got was a cow and i was like they're not gonna think someone's gonna pick i don't i don't even know what it was i think i asked you what it was because i was like what is this little shit um <laughs> and i just didn't expect they're like i don't know i was like this feels like something they'd be an advantage behind of and then i just i was i think the third one i picked was the frog and i was just like so tired of not getting anything and i was like this one's cute and so i took it but i i really tried ryan and i don't know who decided that where those were gonna go but i was really disappointed every time but <laughs> my main point was that i had no clue how the advantage format was going to be set up i just never seen it before and so i didn't know what kind of pictures and stuff it was going to look like uh or like what i was would have like she could have like if 
if they were able to send pictures like themselves and stuff, she could have sent me anything. And either like I would have been skeptical, like because I didn't know, or I would have been like completely believed whatever she sent just because I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was weird. Um, okay, well, uh, peek behind the curtain <laughs> uh, i guess for how we determined what was where um there were 30 prizes and i set the bot to randomly pick numbers between 1 and 30 and meg and i went back and forth picking using the command and seeing what came out so uh there ended up being one two three four five six seven uh things that gave you something um and we kept track of like what those were as the things went along interesting yeah well the bot kind of fucked me over if we're being honest (laughs) but that's okay i forgive (laughs) yes it was the let's see here the two idols were in the number three donkey and the number 27 i guess that's a like a bull a cow a, a bull i guess Oh, yeah, I think there was another cow other than the one I got, unfortunately. Yeah. So I just picked the wrong one, I guess. Hmm. Yes, yes, yeah, I see them now. Um, uh, Jordan's information that there was a final three was hidden in the white, I guess it's a dog, maybe a bear. Um, some of these are kind of like really tough to de- determine what animal they are. Um, it happens. Number 10, which was the lizard... And number 21, which was the monkey, were the two things that told you how to get into the laboratory. One of those was the one that SMM got, because obviously SMM took the monkey. Um, the vote advantage that Bramble got was in number 13, which was a dog. And the uh, advantage to, or no, that was the advantage that Bird got. The advantage that Bramble got was in number 20, which was, I think, like a sheep, a lamb. So, That's so random. Yep. <laughs> No rhyme or reason, but I appreciate that you put some thought into it. I like. That. I was gonna try. I was gonna at least try. <laughs> For sure. I don't regret it. I have I have really cute plushies, and I have all the ones that I got in the game. I got all of those in the auction, so I was really happy with it. I think I did accidentally. Um, was it? I don't, I don't really remember people's names well because it was right after I got into the lounge. But I think it was like Lola, maybe who like wanted all the bunnies. And I accidentally, like, I, I had to, like, fight her for a little bit. <laughs> and I just didn't know who I was fighting. So I feel bad about that. Oops. <laughs> it happens. It does. Um, okay. So uh, I guess also worth dropping in here that during this time, in between the Bumper Balls Immunity Challenge and the next Tribal Council is when Waxler finds his hidden immunity idol in the laboratory uh, that that Court was hoping to find before him. Um, yeah, I do remember that, unfortunately. From after, not from during the game, obviously, but I, I wish so badly that he would have just played it my round and I would have <laughs> got, like, gracefully idled out. I would have been okay with that. That would have been a good ending, but... <laughs> Of course he didn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. No. So, uh, Tribal Council. And now, given all the, like, splitting and stuff that's going on, how confident were you 
able to be about like this vote going the way you wanted it to well i think i was concerned about it being between jordan and maddie but honestly i really wasn't concerned other than that i felt like it was going to be one of the two of them um i was immune which made me feel better of course um, and honestly like obviously me and maddie were not like besties at this point <laughs> i don't think we were really like I don't know. I can't really remember where we were at. Obviously, he's pissed at me after. Remember, that was a fun conversation to have. I never had to, like, kiss someone's ass after trouble so bad. But, like, <laughs> I think before we were fine, I just, like, didn't really care to work with him anymore. And so, yeah, I was fine if he went home. I just really preferred it to be Jordan. So I was nervous that it would be between them, but I really did think it was that it was going to be between them. I wasn't um super concerned otherwise i obviously really didn't want to be court um bird's name had not been thrown out somehow uh but yeah i think that was it wasn't a huge problem but it was a, it was a messy vote yeah i'll give it that for sure um, of course it was the one i kind of tried to start so <laughs> makes sense of course that one's not gonna go well <laughs> well you know you've got uh, two people end up show, starting the tribal council immune, and you also know about an idol for a third person. It's it's tricky. It was chaotic. I am happy that like, even if like I did get voted out right after, I am really happy that like I did try and make the move because I know like I did obviously play a lot of that game with Bird and like kind of under Bird, I guess. Um, and I feel like. My perception in general, just, like, I wasn't really that great of a player, which wasn't wrong. Like, I really just didn't play well. Uh, and I was just kind of learning how everything worked and, like, just having a good time with it. <laughs> but I, I am happy that, like, I did kind of go out of my comfort zone a little bit and, like, try and do something. Because, like, I've even, like, seen a lot of orgs, like, just, like, not a lot of, like, insanely exciting moves happen. Like, even, like, blindsides, like, I feel like... I haven't had a lot of blindsides, or obviously this wasn't blindsides. I haven't had a lot of vote outs that have like been this like tricky game wise, and it's like almost like just like really fun. Like that's like a fun part of the game, like having like things to get around and just like the suspense. But like not a bad, bad but like the Taylor vote I think was like bad suspense. This wasn't great, but it wasn't the worst in the world. So like I feel like it was definitely interesting. And where I feel like I, like, helped initiate it by, like, going to the other side. And while, obviously, the way I handled it, I don't think this vote specifically was why I got voted out. And I never really looked that much into it. Um, I don't, I think I could have pulled it off better based on how I acted around the vote. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm still really glad that I did it regardless of how it came out. Because I think it was a really fun fun time um but also just like even i obviously know it's not like the coolest like play in the world but i was like really proud of it at the time and i was like i was like this is cute and so <laughs> yeah, i think even though it was like hella messy and really weird and kind of problematic i was having a good time a little bit so it was it, was, it worked that's good <laughs> it happens <laughs> Um, so we go through the questions, the answers, and I call for, 
Immunity Idols, and Jordan speaks up and dis- and says that she wants to play the idol for Maddie. And so you were kind of, I mean, she said that to you, but it's still like, I, don't know. I mean, it really kind of depends on Jordan's perspective and what Jordan wanted out of this tribal council, but... Um, I don't know. When you saw that that's who the idol was being played for, how did you react? Um, I think there was definitely the factor of surprise. But I was also just, like, relieved um, because then I didn't have to worry about what I was going to do next round. Well, well, I did. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> yeah, no, I can't really argue that. Um, I, at the time, was less stressed out about what was going to happen next round. And so I was still surprised, but I think as we were talking about earlier, I feel like um, Jordan said this in multiple places that like she just wasn't really feeling the game anymore. I think like we were saying earlier, I think something about what Deadly maybe said in High Seas about how you just like can't know like what people are going to do. And like there are factors outside of the game Mm -hmm. that have impact on what people do inside the game too. And so I feel like I'm not saying this in like a insulting her way, but like obviously that wasn't the right move, but she knew that that wasn't the right move. Right. And so like, I feel like it was hard to like expect it when it was so obviously not the right thing to do when she knew she was catching boats. Um, and like, obviously she knew that, uh, which is just another part of the game that happens. We've been there. Um, but yeah, I think, there's like the surprise relief, but like also just like, God, I hope these votes go the way I wanted them to, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, well, um, we get three Maddie votes. They don't count. Two Jordan votes, two court votes, a Choco Beans vote, and one vote left. Um, and it is Bird's vote for Jordan that sends Jordan to ponderosa was it steph that voted um beans yes so i thought i can't remember (laughs) and like i don't know was that a planned thing oh for steph to do that yeah um no i did not that i'm aware of i think i remember talking to steph i think about why and i think like i think she was just stressed about it i might be wrong but i think i don't think it was like a um, decision to like obviously Beans wasn't going home that round but I, I do think it was just kind of stressful especially like it being the first like chaotic like euphoria person to go home because like Spindrin was pretty chill and then well other than like Taylor but like that was like a whole different whole different situation <laughs> um, but I, I do think that was hard especially from Steph's perspective I really don't know how aware she was of the euphoria dynamics like within the merge like if she knew that like she would possibly have been an option like had Benjamin not been there or something like that um even though like i don't even like i i feel like i had a pretty consistently better relationship with steph than like maddie but like because of like the weird alliance things happening like it wasn't that obvious and there wasn't like i guess to her if she didn't see like 
I, I don't. She, I'm guessing she probably didn't know about like the four of us being a little bit of an alliance. Um, and she might have just solely been basing it off of like talking to us. And I feel like I made it clear that I liked her a lot. And so like she didn't really have anything to worry about. But I feel like because of that, it probably was harder for that vote to happen because it just seemed like we were like a happy tribe. And then like Spinjamin was on the less like active side of things. Um, and I really don't know how his and Steph's conversation went, but I feel like that was just like a easier vote to happen. And so I imagine that it was just like not an incredibly easy vote for Steph, just with the chaos and it being so split. Like that's stressful. Um, yeah. And so I don't blame her at all. Uh, if I was in her position, that would be, a, I feel like that'd be a smart thing to do. You're not reliable for anything. No one can really be pissed at you, especially if um, Steph doesn't have a relationship with Beans already. And it's like, what are they going to do? Like, not trust you anymore? It's not like they do yet. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that that's that's at least what I assume. Um, but I, I obviously never talked to Steph about that. So <laughs> I, I would hope you get to hear about that from Steph. I hope she does one. But I'm, I think see, she yeah. will. Yeah. I don't think it was planned as far as I'm aware. Maybe, well, like it wasn't planned with us. Right. At least. Yeah. I, I know Steph had had like, I kind of remember Steph. I want to say like being, uh, she wasn't inactive obviously, but like, I think sometimes her like availability was not great. Um, similar. Like I know Jordan's availability was rough being on the West coast and working, um, or, uh, you know, I mean, obviously anybody who has a job has rough availability depending on what that job is. And I think Steph was kind of in that camp too, where when everyone else was online talking about what was going on, uh, sometimes she wasn't able to be there in part, yeah. be part of those conversations as much as she yeah. probably wanted to be. I agree. And I think honestly, I do. Um, this is a little bit of like a side note, but I feel like Steph like did a good job at like, having a fun time in the game, playing a good game, and also, like, prioritizing her life outside of it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like people have a really hard time. I have a really hard time with that in org. That's why I don't play orgs anymore. Like, I feel like it's a really hard thing to do, especially, like, now I'm in college. And, like, how do people... I, I don't know how people play orgs in college. That's crazy. Like, you guys are insane. Um, but, like... And, like, adults? Like, you guys have to do so much that's that's wild i don't know how people do it but i feel like she was always just like so positive and like there are a lot of negative people in orgs and it's fair and like negative people are always way more loud than positive people but i feel like stuff like obviously she's not loud in a bad way that's kind of sounds bad but like <laughs> she's like i feel like she's like openly so positive about things and it's not just like a she's positive but you don't care about it like she's like openly positive about things she was lovely to talk to and like she had her shit together and like in in the game and out of the game and i just think that was like really respectable because like i feel like she was like pretty aware of like things in the game and obviously there were like things she could have done to do better but like i think that there is just like a point that you cross where like 
to do like insanely good like you have to sacrifice other things and like I feel like she had her like she like picked her battles and I feel like that is something people should learn from more often <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree yeah she she proved a lot of people I think wrong in terms of just how I, I don't know I don't think we've ever had anyone play the game the way she did uh and definitely not play that game like that and also like do well and make it very far um you know i think the closest comparison i can think of off the top of my head is like bun who was you know the other half of sports bros and dark forest with sf but like even in that scenario like his strategy was i like sf i'm working with sf me and sf (laughs) to the end ride or die regardless of whatever else happens and like steph didn't have that type of relationship with anybody in the game i don't really think you would i could say that for her about any point in the game honestly yeah but she was just like i want to be with the people that i like talking to and and when that when i stop feeling like i want to talk to somebody or if i don't have good vibes with somebody like i don't mind voting them out and uh if the people that i do like want to vote somebody out like i'll vote with them and it was it's a really different way to do things and of all the seasons uh you know when you're surrounded by people like court and bird and waxler and and bram and yourself who are very dominant in other parts of things like it's crazy that she's not only able to like get to the end but have a legitimate shot at winning playing that way exactly crazy exactly it's really impressive like i respect it so much um so the votes come down jordan is voted out third member of the jury and everything after this is uh is a breeze right yeah totally (laughs) dude ponderosa wasn't even a breeze (laughs) like this next cycle definitely wasn't so this next cycle um the immunity challenge was stepping stones uh another challenge where you're not going to do super great it to be fair i would say this for a million time i was like halfway doing this while driving and no i'm not promoting texting and driving i did pull over at least like i was like a 15 minute drive home i pulled over multiple times and then was a little bit on my phone for some other parts of it um because i just i don't remember what happened but i think i was working on like college applications or something i think it was college applications um and i went to my friend's house and then i was like dang like i'm literally not gonna make it home before this starts so i started there and i was like wow i like my mom was like bugging me she like you need to come home and i was like how am i supposed to be like i actually can't i'm playing stepping stones with um <laughs> online people that are from like all over the country so how do you feel about that like cause that wouldn't roll over well <laughs> so it was really chaotic challenge <laughs> it would have been rough um and so yeah i like acknowledge this before you have to but obviously like there was a time i did directly just like block off waxler and i i don't regret that that's that's fine um it was obvious it was bad it led to things that i would have preferred not to happen but i 
I was doing the best with what I had at the time. It was not a good best. It was a really bad best, in fact. But I, I trying, but it was really bad. Um, I'm reading through uh, some of the moves you were trying to make. So the way so the way stepping stones worked was um, all the players started on the left side of the board, and the board itself contained walls that you couldn't move through. Uh, stones that you would walk forward onto slippery stones that you would walk onto and then have a 50% chance of like not being able to stay on them and then uh, empty spaces that you could jump over so ideally you would try to jump over as many spaces as possible because at the end of every round you just moved forward and whatever would happen when you moved forward happened and um, you were broken up into two groups of four for each set of two rounds and you would have the option of shifting an entire column up or down to either make the path for yourself better or make the path for somebody else harder etc and so one of the rules was that you can't move a column with a wall in it if that wall would you know run into somebody because like we didn't have a mechanism in place for what would happen if that was what happened and so um you asked about you asked me a question on one of your turns about like if you could do something and i said you can't shift column two any other column is open to you right now and your immediate response was um column two up then sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry um yeah i can't defend that but I sincerely apologize for it. <laughs> it was bad. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's great. It's it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So this challenge, uh, everybody was represented by a letter, uh, A B C D E F G H, and it wasn't until because I remember like short partway through the challenge. Court made a move that blocked herself off. And I was really confused by her doing that. But then, like, I know that some players, especially people who are more org savvy, in quotes, um, will intentionally do badly at challenges so that people don't think of them as a threat, yada, yada, yada. So I didn't think a lot of it until, like, we get to, like, the last third last quarter of the challenge and she comments about the fact that she thought she was a different person on the board and she had been playing (laughs) the whole game trying to help the letter c player thinking that that was stood for court when actually she was the letter a character yeah (sighs) that that indeed happened which is not fun for me because like obviously i wanted waxler out before i wanted bramble cat out Mm-hmm. But the idol, either of those would have ever happened, um, especially with the idol. Yeah. So, like, it didn't really matter. But at the time, I was like, Court, you have to be kidding me. Like, you have to be kidding. Um, I knew you ended up getting stuck behind a wall for, like, three or four rounds. Uh, yeah, I remember you made a comment about it because I was like, this, like, I was just, I was just being a little bitch about it in my confessional. I was like, this sucks. And I think he said something like, I think there was something you could have done to like not be here. And I was like, damn, Um, I do remember that. You said, uh, can I really not go around this man at all? There's no way for me to get around this wall. And I said, not this round. 
And you said, yeah. it's been three rounds. I am stuck. I could have climbed that wall by now. <laughs> I was not wrong. I've been rock climbing, so I think it was accurate. Yes, I did say, I feel like you had a chance to avoid this at some point. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is true, because you were driving, and I think you moved the wrong column. And uh, Yeah, I didn't. I definitely didn't think a lot. And I feel like... Unfortunately, I do feel like I would have been able to do okay at that challenge. Um, I might be wrong, but I feel like I don't think I could have won, but I could have at least like had a more preferred outcome, maybe, um, or like not had it as obvious. And like maybe if it hadn't been as obvious, maybe Waxer wouldn't have been out for me to, to like go home. I don't know. I don't really rem- like know how far in advance that was happening. Wasn't super invested after I was already voted out, but like. I don't know. I, I do feel like that was one of the ones I was really excited about and I liked it. And I just happened on a bad day. I was honestly like, this was just a rough time to even be in my first org. Cause like, because of like college applications and that day specifically, I like went to work on a college application to make sure I was in the dorm room that I am in today. Um, and so like, obviously I, I am happier that I spent time making sure I got into college, mm-hmm. but it would have been great if I could have like not like failed that challenge, but also got into college. That would have been the preferred <laughs> outcome. <laughs> yes, the the two incredibly important moments in Darcy's uh, <laughs> short, short, brief life: getting yeah, into college exactly. and winning the Stepping Stones immunity challenge. <laughs> not even winning alliance, just winning the Stepping Stones. <laughs> yes exactly you have my priority straight uh but yes waxler wins this uh it kind of came down to waxler court and bird toward the end uh maybe it would have been court if she had been uh playing for herself the whole time would have been interesting but you never know and so final eight now uh, you just got done leading an incredibly well thought out vote in the previous round um now what well (laughs) obviously not my plan but (laughs) originally i wanted to get bram out or not bram out waxler out sorry um obviously eventually or at first i wanted to get waxler out and i felt like he was a bigger threat because i until uh beans came into ponderosa i like completely thought of her as a goat and i say that because i don't think she is anymore and like if i thought that she still was i would just lie and not say that out loud but like i really don't think she is anymore but i just i think i do wish that she would have tried a little harder with me so that in the end if she would have been there i wouldn't have like cause I, I probably would have been like kind of me at, at ftc which is not not a good thing for me like that's not a like i shouldn't have but like i was just like frustrated with her game i guess um but I wasn't worried about her at this point. If one of Bram or Wax was gone, it was going to weaken her anyway. And like, at least be less of a problem the next round. Maybe not been a vote that would come with me, but at least be less of a problem. And so I feel like Wax or Bram would be able to like, um, like figure something out with other connections. And so um, after Wax got immunity, I was like, well, that sucks. Um, I 
obviously really liked Bram and did not want to vote them out. But I felt like that was, like, the only real option. And obviously I was, like, way too, like, hockey to be like, yes, this is what I want to do. And, like, it did go so smoothly. I had a horrible feeling about it all day. I also had some kind of a party that day. It was a very busy month for me. Um, I had, so I remember, like, painting pumpkins and stuff. And I remember, like, going up to one of my friends and being like, I think I'm getting voted out today. And he was like, what? And I was like, I think I'm getting voted out today. And I was like, that's fine. Like, I I don't have, like, I think I put in my confession, I was like, I don't have the energy to deal with this today if I'm going home. I didn't. (laughs) But, like, would I have tried to find that energy? Probably. But I didn't. And so, yeah, I wanted originally to try and get them out. And it just, like, it obviously went too smoothly. Like, looking back on it now from, like, with more experience, I'm like, this was so obviously, like, people were lying to me because, like, people were quieter, people were just, like, settled. And then, like, the thing Steph said, and I was just like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna acknowledge that. It's fine. Um, it just, it obviously didn't go well. There's not even a lot of, like, strategy to talk about, I don't think. Because, like, nobody took, like, long to convince because they were all lying to my face. And, um, except for Court, of course. Um, I think, I don't think, I think Court didn't know about it. Um, I could be wrong. But I know Steph knew about it and just, like, I think she said she didn't think it would happen. But she, like, heard of it. But I don't think she expected Bird to flip. But I don't think that Court heard about it. But you can tell me if I'm lying to you. Um, I'm not certain. Um, cause like, yeah, it ends up being this group of you, Steph and, and Court who vote together. Uh, Steph told you that she had been bonding more with Court recently. Um, a lot of talk about Maddie being the kind of in between, uh, between you and yeah, your side and the one. other side. That was kind of awkward. Yeah. Um, I do think there was this, there was something, because, like, that, obviously, after Tribal ended with Jordan, Maddie came to me and was like, how dare you? And I was like, she told me to. Like, your ally who just idled you told me to write your name down. So, like, don't, like, don't be mad at me, even though, obviously, he was valid to be mad at me. But I was just like, dude, I was like, come on. You you know good and well why I did it. Um, but after that, he was just, like, way too nice about it big red flag um but he so we were like we're gonna like work together this round right i was like yeah obviously but like like i was gonna say that even if i was lying but i just happened to like be like yeah it's fine if you like like it'd be cool to like work together like i'm not gonna be mad about that um actually that wasn't gonna hurt but um i think there was something i can't remember what but it was like i think it was like talking to waxler and this is something i learned to just do privately but, like, I, I think I wanted to go to Waxler and, like, say his name was out. But be like, you're not going home, but, like, I'm pretending that, like, I'm going to vote you to, like, whoever. Like, maybe just Maddie. It might have just been Maddie I was talking to. Um, and so, because I think I was under the impression, that, I think they were telling me that Maddie was going to go home. Or that, well, not the Maddie, or, yeah, I think... They were telling me that they were under the impression that Maddie was going to go, which kind of made sense because of the last round, but once again, too easy. 
And so I mentioned, I brought it up to Maddie. That was like, should I like say something like that to Waxler? I think that I should have just to at least like give myself a fighting chance. And like, I don't think he would have fallen for it. But like, I've done that a lot since then. And it's definitely been more of a like safety net, I think. Because obviously if like, my thought process is like if Maddie was going to go tell, like, Waxer that his name was out, or if, like, Steph was going to go tell Waxer that his name was out, if someone was going to go tell him, and if I, like, told him first, like, no, like, I'm li- I'm lying to them, but I'm being honest to you, then, like, maybe it would have helped. Obviously, everyone reacts to that differently, and he, I didn't know he had an idol, so he could have played the idol, and um, still just put him out, and that's fine. Um, but... <laughs> I just I wish that I would have just done that just to see because I feel like maybe I would have like been able to tell um had a little bit more of a control that round I just I wasn't this I feel like this is a good way to word it I wasn't very independent during that entire game I was really dependent on someone making moves with me like I either needed Bird to be on my side and like that with that I wanted Maddie's confirmation why Maddie I have no idea (laughs) could not tell you why I picked Maddie to like get his confirmation on that because I did not care about Maddie's opinion like throughout most of the game but I just I wasn't good at doing things by myself and I don't know if I was just scared of like what the lounge would think or if like I was just gonna do a dumb move and like isolate myself because obviously you don't want to do things completely by yourself because that would be bad but like Mm -hmm. I think that I could have used um a bit of like personal agency (laughs) hearing that i think it would have helped me like if i did it the whole game but also like specifically that i remember really regretting not doing that Mm. yeah it it was it's an interesting kind of um shift i think and and adjustment that takes place around this point in the game because you know, if you come to me, or if you you try to identify a group of you, Steph, and Court before this point, I don't think you really have much basis to say that there was one. It yeah. just kind of all happened in this one cycle, and like <laughs> now you're separate from the Bird, uh, Bramble, Waxler contingent, um, who are the ones who get Maddie, who I guess is. I think, if I remember correctly, kind of, like you said, you know, was upset with you over the Jordan vote because you were the mastermind um, and ends up being on whatever side is not your side, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Which is a little bit valid. I understand that. Um, I do think that... I don't think I played well with Maddie as a player i think we talked a bit after the season because i had said some things um that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way i guess um because like the way he came about doing certain things so i think we both just like did did that to each other i think a little bit um we just weren't like the best type of people to play with each other which is okay that just happens sometimes um but i definitely think that impacted some of our um interactions and like the way those two specific tribals went jordan's and mine yes i would agree 
Um, so you're in this position. You've got two people voting with you uh, out of eight. So that's not enough. <laughs> you. Uh, really? Are, <laughs> you. But you, you kind of think. So I guess like how much did you think you had Maddie on your side and like even with Maddie that's only four that's not enough for a majority so like where are you just walking into tribal knowing it's not going to go your way like you, I feel like you had a little more confidence than that I I think a lot of it came down to I was really confident in bird which obviously misplaced um confidence but I, I really did not think that bird is going to flip on me, especially that early. Um, and part of that, it wasn't just that I was like, oh, I like birds, so bird must like me. But I I still a little bit stand by this. I do understand. Obviously, they won the game regardless of how it happened. But I feel like it was so obvious that like I was like, if I was going to be like helping anyone, it was going to be bird like to get through just because like obviously that wasn't the best game move but i just i i was under the impression that it was like apparent to them as well that like i was not gonna be blindsiding them honestly probably ever maybe just in the near future but probably ever and so i just feel like at final eight that's a really bold move to make to go out probably like one of the people least likely to vote you out and that honestly i might be i might be wrong in that i might have gotten for a beer in the game and been one of the people most likely to vote them out because <laughs> i I've, i felt that way about people before and i'd be like i've never voted them out and then i then i do um and so i really don't know where i would have been at in the game but originally my mind at the time i was like why would you vote out the person that like probably you should have the most faith in and i think that i stand by that but i i could be argued like to another direction Mm -hmm. but i think that's a lot of the reason that i trusted bird um but then there was just still just that feeling and i feel like i've had that feeling um both times i've been tried to like be blindsided i feel like there's there's that feeling you get like this doesn't feel good and (laughs) I just, I think I got that a little, and it was just, it, it had been a really long day, and I think, w- would it have been on another day, it probably still would have happened, but, like, I think I would have at least fought it a little bit more, but, and I, I know that I can't just be like, yeah, it was just a bad day, so that's why I got sent home, because it wasn't, it was everything leading up to that, I'm not aware of that, like, you have to position yourself in a way that you can have a bad day and it not mean you're sent home. And I just didn't really do that. Um, but I think that I was a lot less confident in Maddie, but I was like, worst case, it's a tie. And, like, we figure it out from there. And, like, I think now I never would, like, take those chances, like, tie or, like, I'm fucked over, mm-hmm. something like that. But I also didn't think that it would be on me for the tie. So, like, I, like... Well, I say that at the same time while saying I had a bad feeling about it. But, like, realistically, like, thinking about it logically, I didn't think it would be me. But just, like, the gut feeling, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going home. But logically, I was like, there's no reason for me to go home right now. So I thought if it was going to be a tie, it was going to be Maddie and Waxler. 
I'm fine with either of them going home. They can, they can duke it out, but I didn't really care. Um, but yeah, I think that's the main reason I wasn't super worried about it. Well, I mean, I guess if the tie was not involving you, then you would become vulnerable if it was a rocks situation. That's true. I would not go to rocks. I used to go rocks for Maddie, <laughs> to be honest. I'd flip probably the first round of that. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so we get to this tribal council, and we when I get to the votes, um, so it's going to be between you and Bramblecat, um, and I don't know, like, walk me through your kind of reactions as the votes are being revealed. Um, so I actually, like... Like I said, I had a gut feeling. And so I was sitting in the living room with my family. And before the votes were read, I was like, I don't need to be sitting in the living room. I was like, this is going to go bad. And so I got up and left. And on my way to my room, the votes started coming out. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I was right. Like, that kind of sucks. But, like, it happens. But, like, no vote out hurts worse than your first vote out. At least for me and my very limited org experience um it's it was the first time i I, it was the the only time i've been blindsided and so i think that that was was, well in a weird way i kind of wish i was blindsided again not because i want to like feel that again because that was not fun but like it's it's i like i i think it's an impressive part of other people's games and so i appreciate it in a survivor way i think it was cool in a survivor way but on a personal level I was like, damn, that sucks. And then when I realized it was Bird, I was like, damn, that sucks even more. Because, like, that, like, they were just, like, such a large part of my game. And, like, not in, like, a game way. Like, in, like, a... They were, like, the, like, looming presence over every aspect of Nexus Park for me. And so, I... I think part of it was stressful that, like... I don't know. Obviously, there was a game part where I was like, this is earlier than I wanted to go out. And I don't feel like I got to do everything I wanted to do. And I feel like the game had just started. I was like, the game just got exciting. I was like, last vote was the first exciting vote. <laughs> and then I left. I was like, damn. And then, But like, I guess I was, I, I would like to think I was at least an exciting vote, if not <laughs> getting to participate in any more. Um, I feel like it was at least interesting, but I was like, the game's just now starting. I'm not getting to do it. I did like significantly worse than Spencer, and I was like, that's embarrassing. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was like, everyone's gonna like, and like, I, it hadn't been that long since like the Taylor situation. I was like, I have so many people to prove myself to, and I just didn't. Um, and I think it was just sad. And then I, I got a lot of the game parts of it but i like i said i was confused logically why that was a good move for bird and i think it was definitely the one that hurt the most because i just like we haven't really seen people voting out people that are that close to either right i feel like in some orgs you see people being like i hate the fact that this is happening but i can live with it and like i would do it but i'm gonna like hate it after and like we didn't really see that a lot like except for like bird and jordan I feel like that was it, but like I was just like fueled by my rage. I didn't care as much, and so yeah, I think that was a bit weirder for me because I was like, like, why would they do that? And like, 
were they just talking to me for like game the entire time then and i think it was just hard having to like sit there and like wait to figure out like what if i played that badly because that's really embarrassing um like <laughs> someone just like really did not care for me at all but like talked to me the entire time and i was like what if like they were just like talking shit about me in the confessional all the time and i was just like so like like happy just to talk to them and i was like that's gonna be really embarrassing so i think that was probably the hardest part and i i will say like i did cry my eyes out after i was like this is so sad <laughs> and um both of my parents came in at different times that night and were like what like the fuck is wrong with you so i had to explain to them <laughs> to like sit there and be like yeah so you know survivor yeah i'm just doing an online version of that you know you know birds there's one that lives in chicago that was kind of mean to me know birds <laughs> i had to oh be like <laughs> i just there's not an easy way to explain orgs to people that's fair especially my parents who aren't really tech savvy um my mom just got into survivor with me like right before i started playing so definitely weird my mom like she like i was like explaining it to her and i was like yeah this bird from chicago kind of like voted me out even though we were like besties the whole time and like i only got eight and like i just made a cool move and i was like this sucks this is horrible and she like kind of just stared at me and was like basically could not decide whether to like comfort me or laugh at me because it was like <laughs> obviously it sounds so silly um Uh, but yeah that was most of the night and then i had to go um and then obviously it's not great going into ponderosa right after you brutally vote somebody out no um so we we did have problems throughout the season um so that was also not another fun part to like have to go insert myself into ponderosa like that you know like basically nobody there was happy with me and I was about to be like, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what is... So let's see. We've got SMM, Spenchman, and Jordan as the three people who get to greet you going into uh, showing up to Ponderosa. Lovely. Love it. It's a great conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, yeah, not not your be- biggest fan club so how do you um yeah what what like i know spenjamin i think was the first person online when you showed up and then um smm and and jordan a little later so <laughs> i don't know what do you is it mo how do you what's your kind of like approach to this situation because like this is your first game you don't know what a ponderosa is really like how it's supposed to be how people act yeah. there this really um even in the show like they never show you ponderosa on the show yeah you have to like watch the deleted like youtube videos sometimes to get an ex- uh, any idea of what that's like so um yeah what what was it <laughs> what was the um, cold bath of water uh dumping over <laughs> you uh of ponderosa like well I will say that I got the most Ponderosa experience in Alliance because, like, my other orgs, I've just had either situations. I've had one long Ponderosa that I just never was a part of because I just didn't really like the season. And then I've either been there at the very end or been at FTC and, like, not had that. So 
So this was honestly the only time I feel like I've actually experienced Ponderosa, which is, I kind of wish that I had more. But I think what I, I think my first message was like the side eye, like GIF that like yep, SNM used, like to, yeah. Um, and then I was like, guys, I'm crying. Don't be mean to me. I was like, don't be mean to me right now. I won't be okay. Um, which obviously I would be, but I didn't want them to yell at me because I'm sensitive and I just don't want to deal with it. Um, I was like, it's not that deep. Um, so if someone screams at me right now, I won't talk to you. And so I think I was kind of like, Hey, like, yeah. Um, say anything, but something mean. And I think that I can't remember how Jordan acted, but I know at different times we argued during Ponderosa. And so I think, and then SMM also was like very um, persistent that me voting him out was a horrible decision and mm-hmm. led to my immediate downfall. And so because of that, those two were like easier to be like, yeah, no, I'm glad I voted you out compared to Spinjamin, who was just like, he was so sad he was basically like i just don't understand why and i was like i'm sorry and i was like i don't either and i was like it just like happened and like i felt so bad he was like you could just tell like he was like actually like bothered by it and like not really like he didn't really like throw out a bunch of accusations or anything like that like i feel like the other two did to some degree which is just because they have more opinions of the game i feel like and it isn't like a fault of theirs but I did have more conflict with them both about why I voted them out, which made it easier for me to be like, that's literally how the game works. Like a little bit of like, I'm sorry, but like, I hate that I made you feel that way. Also, like there were valid reasons. I feel like I had valid reasons to vote them both out. Um, but with Spinjamin, like he would ask and I couldn't give him anything. I was like, I don't know what to tell you, but Honestly, for the most part, um, I was really sad after it ended. And like I said, I was like really like concerned about like, had I just been being stupid about Bird the entire time? And like, should I have, like what should I have done differently? What should I expect at like FTC after the game? Um, And I think like, I think Ponderosa, even though there was like, I'm going to be crazy sometimes. Uh, it was also, like, really nice at the same time um, to have, like, other people there and, like, kind of help, like, replace, not just go from, like, talking to all these people every day to not talking to anyone within a day. Because um, if you make it farther in the game, then it, like, slowly dies down. And then you may or may not get, like, sent to a massacre type of people. But this, like, it would almost be, like, the opposite if you weren't. It's, like, going from talking to, like, quite a few people like nobody and so i think like them all being there especially i feel like sml was especially um helpful even when he was being (laughs) silly um in a good and bad way he was interesting um i think he was very helpful in making it an easier experience and like i still had a lot of fun in ponderosa to some extent like like i said there was drama um we had pondy drama so much yeah, Meg yelled at us a lot. I was really scared of Meg after that. Um, and obviously, I love Meg a lot now. And I did then, too. But we got yelled at a lot because we were really badgers. But yeah, we kind so... Of- 
I guess just to give some give people a little context. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had had uh, this is our seventh season, right? Nexus Park is number seven, and prior <laughs> t- to this season, if you know, if you added up all the messages sent in the six Ponderosas that came before Nexus Park. It's about, it's a little over 24,000 messages, okay? So we're looking at like 4,000 messages per Ponderosa, uh, which includes Dark Forest, uh, which is the only other, you know, Dark Forest and High Seas both had juries uh, as big as Nexus Parks. Then Nexus Park happens, and (laughs) on its own, it's a nearly 20,000 messages long. It is four times longer than the next largest Ponderosa we've ever had. And it is larger than the next four largest Ponderosas we've had combined. It is a massive channel, <laughs> relatively speaking. And well, sorry, yeah. And so like one, if you have that many messages, even, you know, if there's no real like salty ill intent to start with, you're inevitably going to, uh, you know dig up conflict <laughs> just given like like types of people who are going to be there and the type of environment you're in and then you add on the fact that it's like smm <laughs> you and jordan uh and like later we're gonna add like w- like it's this group of four people that's there when you show up is so volatile socially <laughs> That even adding Bramble, Choco uh, Beans, and Waxler to the mix cannot contain you. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of, I mean, it's impressive. kind of fascinating and impressive. It is, really. Um, that was sarcastic a little bit, to be honest. <laughs> it's, it's morbidly impressive. Uh, there you go. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, it, it was a very, very um, active Ponderosa that uh, it kind of made me think, if you go back to Dark Forest's Ponderosa, um, uh, in ninth place we had Ace. And Ace is a, I believe, real-life friend of Ari's. And Ace is a person and player who was very kind of very analytical very needed to understand why things happened why he was voted out why it happened the way that it did and he joined ponderosa with two people he had been very much opposed to uh at the time and like he would constantly be rehashing what led to his vote um during ponderosa and like multiple people i think during that season like told him to shut up (laughs) at some point (laughs) And here you have SMM and yourself and Jordan uh, in particular, who are very, I don't know if obsessive is the right word, but like kind of obsessive about like every little thing that happened. And you're just kind of feeding off of each other. And like Spenjamin is absolutely not the type of person who's going to do anything (laughs) to stop that. Um, So it was it was a disaster uh, from the beginning. Oh, 100%. It was, it was bad. Um, what's the best way to put it, I guess? Um, I'm trying to think there's something. Oh, um, I do, I cannot take credit for a lot of things that happened within this, <laughs> this, this season, but I do take credit for the link 
to like like a lot of a degree not all of it but a lot because i think i took a break for not even 24 hours and there were like no messages sent the entire time i took a break i was like y'all are so boring i was like you have to entertain me i'm like i'm like a little kid with like adhd like i i have to have like a constant source of entertainment which is like now it's just like not orgs but like at the time i was like i need someone to like talk to me please because i'm really bored um even though i had like so much going on at the same time but um yeah i think it, it was really interesting um there was a lot of game talk but there was also like quite a lot of not game talk too but a, a lot of game talk at the same time and it, it did get um exhausting um to an extent that was, i don't know it was just it was hard because then people started joining like you said um and it didn't calm down and i was like we can't fight in front of bram like guys <laughs> come on i was like i like we just i don't know i feel like it was and like i know i was a lot of the problem too um i also don't handle well when like people like do say things that should be able to be ignored but like could be like potentially a little bit um I'm trying to think word like sparking I guess of some kind of an argument or something and I'm just really bad at ignoring that and that caused a lot of problems um I like refuse to let things down um which is definitely something I've worked on I feel like and should continue to work on but I think that definitely didn't help and just a lot of things kept happening um a lot of people had opinions. I was actually one of these people, but I don't feel like as bad. But I'm sure that like my perception is altered based off of my slight bias to myself. Um, but I feel like a lot of people who were not there for a long portion of the game tried to explain things that were happening that weren't there to witness them. I was like, we have to not do that because that's literally impossible. I think like, we can't. And if you got voted out, there's a reason. You obviously didn't have the best perception of the game while you were in it. Right. Nevertheless, now when you're not in it. And so, I feel like that was a little bit of a problem. Um, and then, like you said, me, SM, and Jordan specifically were all very bitter um, and loud. Like, if like I think Spinjamin was a little bit bitter, but like you said, like, Spinjamin doesn't really give a fuck. Um... He's quiet. I think he, like, once more people came in, he also didn't talk much. I think at first he talked more, um, and then, like, then he would just pop in every once in a while. But, like, even, I think I was, like, a little more uncomfortable once, like, everyone came in. Just because, like, I don't know. Obviously, like, like, merges are almost, like, clicky in a way, of course, because, like, there's alliances and stuff. So it was almost weird by the time more people came in, but yeah, I think it was definitely interesting but like in a way like there were really funny conversations um <laughs> there was a lot of interesting things happening um hearing it i i'm i just like i can't think of any that are like i'm i'm willing to mention um on the energy. But they were funny there was a lot of really funny moments i think even though there was like the an- annoying like problematic parts i think those at very least were like less hurtful as much as they were kind of just like annoying but not in a way that like to invalidate 
when people were upset just in a way that like it was exhausting it was tiring but it wasn't like sad really and I feel like some of the game was sad and so I liked how Ponderosa at very least was like the emotions were always high in some way sometimes not in a good way but like they were high so I think that kind of um helped as I transitioned out of the game you know yeah so amidst all of this that's going on you also have to kind of figure out who you're going to vote for at the end of this game (laughs) now too yeah Uh, lest we forget that you have an actual responsibility um as a member (laughs) of a jury so unfortunately i guess how had how did your kind of thoughts on that decision change if at all from the moment you get voted out to when you're showing up for final tribal um to handle those questions and answers um i don't think it was a secret that i was quite bitter um and i don't know i know that like i put this in what people aren't gonna yell at me for i know it's an unpopular opinion to go into like ftc knowing what you're gonna who you're gonna vote for i'm very well aware of that but i definitely like i would i played a really emotional game so what came with that is i had very emotional opinions on every single player who was left mm-hmm. and so like i feel like it would have just i think my emotions definitely over like overrode like every other aspect of my game like i overrode like the logic part um and like like reason and stuff like that like i just didn't really care um i really care if it and like obviously like i i don't think i would do the same thing now i think i would definitely be able to perform better as a juror but at the time i was just like really hurt and like offended and way emotional um in a way that i wish i had not been but i kind of just like had my opinions of people and like i i definitely do value a lot of what happens when i'm in the game more than when i'm out of it which is not like also not a super popular thing to do but it makes sense though yeah i just i had more stakes in it while i was there and like maybe that makes me a little like self-obsessed i don't really know um i would like to not think so but kind of leans that way i just i obviously had a lot more emotions too and i think my emotions made a lot of my decisions for me the entire season but especially in ponderosa and as a juror and so yeah i think pretty obvious i just what i don't think anyone could convince me to vote for bird a lot of people try to (laughs) and a part of me does regret that not not voting them but not even considering it just because it wasn't really fair but like obviously that is still a part of dream managing is making sure not to like piss people off that much um to the point that they would be comfortable voting for you and so, and I, I don't feel like I was that difficult to read during that game. I feel like it was kind of obvious um, that I was going to be a little difficult. Um, and so, obviously, I really appreciated the fact that Stefan Court voted with me. Um, but I did feel a little bit more connected to Court's game. 
so basically throughout all of Ponderosa, I feel like you see that I like, I'm always there for court. I'm court's main cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes only mostly main. Um, I'm like front line, like cheering for her all the time. I did think that she was going to go out at final four, I think. And I like, I like had like a message prep to send to her. And I was like, hmm. I was like, I feel so bad. I was like, I was like, I hate that she's going home and she did it. And I was like, I'm ready to write my vote. I was like, I'm ready to write it. And that's not a good thing. I know that's not a good thing for a juror. But I was just like really invested in her game as like a person too. And um, I think with everyone else, with uh, brown beans and wax, I think that I understood the reason to flip on me because I was targeting them. I was trying to make the game harder for them. That's valid. Um, especially Bram. I think Bram probably for most of the time, well, not most of the time, because they did go out right after me, but had they lasted longer, they probably would have had a similarly good chance of getting my vote to court. Probably not quite as high. But, like, the main competition. Mm-hmm. And they went home. And I was like, damn, that's, that's, it was tragic, actually. I think all of Ponderosa cried that night. Um, yeah. As we watched, as we watched the parchments come in, um, but then Wax, I also um, did consider voting him for a decent amount of time when I wasn't sure he was going to be there. Um, I think my nightmarish. Um, I well, I think it was my nightmarish. I can't remember actually. I'm trying to remember who had been like the worst outcome for me, but I definitely I didn't really want to vote Bird or Maddie. And Maddie, Bird more so caused hurt. Maddie less so just because I didn't like the way he played. And, like, I guess it's similar for Bird. But it was more personal. While Maddie was more like I didn't really... I He threw up being a bitter juror a lot and was like, don't vote for me because I'm bitter. And I was like, okay, I'll do the same thing right back at you. Um, and I think it just, like, kind of annoyed me. So I was never really going to vote Maddie. But I also didn't have like a strong connection to his game either. So Waxler, I was kind of impressed by um, some of it, but I feel like even once he got to Ponderosa, when he was like talking about different parts of his game, I it might have been just like disappointment. But I feel like he hadn't like it. I don't know. I feel like maybe at FTC I wouldn't have voted for him. But throughout a lot of it, I. I could see myself having voted for him, depending on who he was sitting with. Like, if he was sitting with Bird and Maddie, I think I probably would have voted for him. Um, but, it, like, the list, like, constantly changed. Like, I, I think we all actually sent our list in Ponderosa of, like, every once in a while, we can like, who's, like, you're most likely, least likely to pick, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think mine just stayed pretty consistent. I would love to vote Court. <laughs> I would love to not vote Bird, <laughs> unfortunately. <clears throat> So then within that, you know, as Waxler, last person to join Ponderosa, uh, which leaves our final three of Court and Bird and Steph, um, how did you kind of feel the jury? Did you have an idea of which way the jury as a whole was going to lean in that regard? Or was the the outcome kind of a shock to you, too? I was honestly surprised. I feel like we were so incredibly indecisive. Um, it was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I think 
people just weren't really sure where they were going to go. And I feel like a lot of people had a lot of respect for all the games. Um, and then there were, like, really bitter people who were, like, well, let me rephrase. I think for some people, it was harder coming directly out of the game, being, um, like, coming out of the game directly before FTC and having to act not on very strong emotions, because I had strong emotions going to FTC, and I'd been gone for, like, two weeks. And so, for, like, someone who had just came out of it, like, especially expecting people to take you and then not... Like, I got fourth place a few times, and so I know Waxer was very emotional about... Not, like, emotional, that's a weird word. I feel like, to describe, like, his reaction specifically... Um, he he was he was like frustrated. I think maybe like encapsulates it better. But I think he was really frustrated. I think he was really valid for that because he had expectations that weren't exactly met. And I was also extremely frustrated, and I probably was like let down in, like a lesser sense than he was. And so I think there were people who like I wasn't sure if they would actually like act on his emotions because I know he talked about he was really mad at both of them um or like both court and bird because i feel like for the most part it was between bird and court um it's getting late so all my words are jumbling together (laughs) and um i think that some people they were like well like i i'm not voting for them and so but i was like are you really not gonna vote for them but like also even at that point, like, nobody was being super clear on who they were voting for. Like, even SNN, who was, like, maybe had, like, the second highest message count to me in Ponderosa. I think I had the longest message count, but I think he probably was up there with me, um, especially since he'd been there the longest. He, I didn't even know who he was going to vote for. And obviously, like, it's not a thing, like, don't plan it. But, like, a lot of people were, like, pretty vocal about it. And, I, like, I still... I don't know. I, I didn't even know who I expected it to be. I just didn't expect it to be so divided. I just assumed it would be a lot more of one way or the other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It. Uh, I remember sitting here watching the votes get submitted throughout FTC and at the end of it going, all right, well, there's one. Oh, everybody got a vote. Okay, interesting. I'm like, oh, everybody <laughs> got two votes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, wow. And then, like, we kind of are uh, scrambling a little bit to get the finalists to give us tiebreaker votes um, and not make it seem like it's because there's a tie. <laughs> and more so just like, oh, yeah, we always do this. Like, we've, we've never had to do this before. But, yeah, we do this all the time. Um, sorry, I meant to do it earlier. Like, my bad. Uh, Smooth. Yeah. And so, you know, I, you know, I'm waiting... I remember like waiting for the last couple votes to come in being like, all right, well, if it ties between these two people, I know the tiebreaker vote for all three outcomes. And so I'm like, all right, like <laughs> it's going to be interesting. And um, yeah, no, it was fascinating because like we'd only had, you know, we'd become, we're coming off of a string of basically five seasons in a row where uh, the winner was kind of an overwhelming outcome uh with lola karstway sf shannon and then rdt um and uh you know it's 
a little frustrating to like have that long of a run of imbalanced outcomes at the at final tribal and so this was really nice uh to see there be a very divided jury uh, a very competitive ftc for a lot of different reasons that um was very exciting uh honestly yeah it was it was definitely very interesting um i don't think i expected that with orgs so much i just kind of assumed like it would be easier and like people would agree on it more but like i don't even know like what i expected people to agree on because i like even through like my anger and frustration with bird i could recognize that they played a really good game even if i like actively went against them throughout all of ponderosa um but i recognized that like they all had very like different games which i think is probably why it was so split because like if they played the exact same game and one just did it better then you just vote for the person who did it better but like it's kind of comes down to like what kind of a game you respect and i think with a very emotional jury um either and i think a lot of the like people that were less emotionally attached not emotionally attached that's a bad way to put it too um i don't say like emotionally invested but like i kind of mean it in like a I'm, i don't really know the right way to word it the people who I would expect to be less, like, um, upset about their vote out, not because they didn't care as much, but par- mostly because I feel like they were just better at, like, regulating emotions, <laughs> were voted out near the end. And so I think because of that, it left those same people to have the, like, fresher of their emotions, even if they were better at regulating them than the people who were voted out at the beginning. <laughs> so it kind of just became a combination of every single juror, but, like, god expingement not being like upset to like a decent degree maybe beans i feel like beans wasn't like super pissed um i don't really remember great um but i feel like basically everyone was pretty invested and when it came down to like what games you respected the most versus which ones you thought were like better i think that caused a lot of um disagreements i guess especially based off of who hurt who and like all of that it made it really complicated but it was it was still exciting i feel like even if it was very very weird yeah i i i concur <laughs> um Amazing. it yeah i mean you have i i think it's interesting i think a lot of people um do value the social component of this game more than the others uh from what i've heard most common and i think part of that i think is because it is a social game first and foremost like yes there are challenges yes there are advantages yes there are other components to it but like most of those other components are kind of rooted in in a social you know relationship with the other players and but then like you even look at these final three bird was very social court was very social Steph, maybe not very but was social and yeah yet they were all social in very unique and distinct ways and so you couldn't just say like oh well whoever had the best social game wins because i don't know how you would even decide that necessarily 
um, yeah. from an at least from an outside perspective. Obviously, when you're in the game, it's a lot easier to make those calls because you have a much more personal relationship with the players. But yeah, it, it you know it, it's something that feels like a kind of a shock in the moment that I think the more you take a look at it from the outside and in hindsight, it's like, well, no, actually this kind of makes sense <laughs> given the kind of trajectory that the season took, particularly post merge. Yeah, no, definitely. I think especially with the social aspect. And I think when it's like people's emotions, like regardless of who you are, obviously I'm worse for this than other people, but regardless of who you are, your emotions are going to like have probably more of an effect on you than like your other things like in your brain even if you don't realize it i feel like your emotions have a lot more of like control over your decisions and so and i also feel like when you're judging people's social games like it's not just like whether or not someone's is like better but like how like they went about that because like like obviously part of my problem with like birds game was like I, I didn't know if they genuinely like liked me as a person or if they were just like acting like they did to like have trust with me. And to, to be entirely honest, like if it was like the latter, then I would not have respected their social game at all. And I would have like kind of judged that a little bit. Um, but like we're over a year out and I'm still friends with Bird, so it was obviously not that. And so, but like, obviously, you can't know that in the game either. But I feel like sometimes it does come down to like it being like dirty. Cause like you hear, you see a lot, um, especially at like FTC, people talking about like if like you were manipulating other people's emotions, how you were like doing your social game. It, it, was it just like talking to people? Or were like, you, you see people who like have like, People like like family members like die during the season while like they're like and then like you can't you do you just vote someone out after someone their family dies like it's really complicated and like it's I feel like all of that is like really social and it's really hard to like judge that in any kind of like objective lens because like I feel like you can't just be like yeah one was better than the other because there's so many factors and especially person to person and everyone's gonna think something differently too and so it's really complex but like i feel like that's also like part of the fun of it of course like it wouldn't be as exciting if like there was just like an objective winner at the end of the day <laughs> yeah it'd be very make it complicated different, very different game <laughs> yeah exactly so um so uh we go to read the votes and vote for bird Vote for staff, vote for court, vote for court, vote for staff, vote for court, vote for bird, vote for bird, three, three, two. What were you feeling as like we revealed it was a three, three, two tie? Um, I think I done like some of the like mental gymnastics, like who the fuck was like doing this? Like who broke these down? <laughs> um, and I think, I think that I was pretty confident that I'm, I was pretty sure that was all the votes Steph was getting. I could have been, I like genuinely obviously was not sure, but um, I didn't think like, I, I didn't, I didn't really expect based on what people are saying that Steph would have gotten more than those two just based on what they're saying. Not what I like think should have happened, but mm -hmm. um, 
Well, actually, wait, was the 3-2, was that, like, all the jury votes, or was there another jury vote, or did it come down to a tie? It was a tie that forced... Okay, okay. Uh, the tiebreaker was Steph's vote. Okay. Um, I think that, like, when that happened, I was fairly confident that Steph would have voted Bird. Um, but I really wasn't completely sure, um, because I know, especially like, once I was getting voted out, like, like you said earlier, um, Steph had been getting closer with court. And it's like the three of us were like, like almost like, like went into like a weird little group of our own. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but like obviously then I wasn't there. So like, I wasn't really sure how that dynamic played out. Um, so, and like nobody, I don't think people really talked about it, but I kind of assumed that it would be bird um, based off of that. And a little part of me, like there was obviously the part of me that was like, really excited for like the person that i talked to the entire time that um i was in the game there's also the part of me that was like if it wasn't the person that i talked to the entire game that just won i'm really pissed about that you know um but i just i wasn't really sure so i think it was just a lot of mixed emotions um until i was able to like actually talk to them about it mm-hmm. yeah yeah there's just it's a lot there's a lot going on there's a lot to deal with a lot to think about a lot of emotions and we revealed the final the actual final vote the tie-breaking vote from steph it was bird and uh then there was celebration (laughs) yeah i think honestly it was i think i think it was still exciting regardless of like just like marking like the end of the season like officially just because like like i said like it was my first org and so like regardless of whether or not it was the outcome i wanted i was still really excited for like just like being like released into the lounge and stuff so like but like also getting like talk to people again i was really excited to talk i I wanted to talk to birds like what was up with that (laughs) like you know um but also like like finally meeting people in the lounge because we have like literally zero interaction with them um before like like you don't have like them in your confessional as we were talking about earlier um you don't have like certain people reacting to things so you like know who was like your fan um or anything of that regard really and i i definitely didn't expect it to happen the way that it did um like it was just like it was really overwhelming as soon as like the votes were read and like everything was released it was like very very overwhelming but like definitely a really exciting part of playing i think and like honestly every org i've played but specifically alliance um i think it was a lot more exciting it's all about enjoying the experience right yeah yeah no definitely definitely i think i feel like i was almost able to like appreciate it more after Mm -hmm. and like i'm trying to think of the right way to word it i think like a lot of the bad parts of it no i think a lot of like the bad parts of the season obviously there were really stressful points like taylor vote out jordan vote out my vote out worst three cycles for me even like voting out people like smm and spinderman and then um just all of it a little bit i think it was all really stressful but after the season like after i got to talk to taylor and know that like taylor didn't hate me taylor was gonna play orgies again and like not like regret playing alliance for the rest of his life um i think things like that 
helped me a lot like almost like forget about it and like I don't know if that's like the most like healthy thing to do but like I really enjoyed like being able to separate it and so like once I felt like like with the thing with Taylor once I talked to him the situation with him felt like less um and then once I talked to Bird my boot off felt like a lot less and then once I talked to Jordan I feel like I think she hosted me like a lot um I think she's hosted me more than anybody maybe or actually maybe technically only twice but she was like halfway host on one of my scenes so she's like hosted like basically like three of my orgs so like we are like on completely good terms and like I feel like that kind of just like fixed it which like maybe is like not the correct wording and like maybe it should still hold more weight than it does because like it did happen and i feel like i did learn from it even if i do feel better about it but i feel like after the season i was finally able to be like happy about the happy parts because like obviously i was really excited to meet bird um they were like one of the people that like genuinely just like and Im- like honestly like impacted like like me like as a person i feel like and like an outside of the game sense um especially talking to them so much inside the game and outside the game um and i feel like i wasn't able to appreciate like the friendship that we had in the game while i was in ponderosa because there was always like the voice in the back of my head like what if this person actually hates me you know right. and so once all of it ended i felt like i was able to like actually appreciate the entire season for what it was worth and like all of the challenges i didn't have to do any more challenges anymore so I could just enjoy the fact that they were like fun to do and I didn't have to do a single one again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I, I was really happy when it ended other than like lounge stuff, which is just like a whole nother problem. But like, once, honestly, once I like didn't look at the lounge anymore and like got to talk to people who I was worried about, I was just like really happy about all of it. I think it was like, I don't know. It just, I feel like it was, was good. It was, it was just really good good <laughs> that's good um yeah you you were one of the ones who i think you asked me to not give you permission to see the lounge right um after i looked for a while and then i was like <laughs> wow this is not fun um I, don't, I still don't have permission to talk in or not like to talk but I still don't have perms to like see the Nexus Lounge. Obviously, I'm not in my Discord anymore, actually, so it wouldn't matter if I did. But um, yeah, I I looked at it for a little bit, took a little peek, and then I was like, "That's not fun." And then I just stopped. Yep. And I'm I'm surprised that I never went back to look. But there were people. There are people from the lounge I ended up talking to, um, who probably said things that were that probably would have hurt my feelings not that we're bad but just like obviously i'm sensitive um that's not their fault but i probably would have handled some of them badly but um i think that not seeing everything that was said made it easier for me to like still like and i was never super like active in like the server in general but like when i wanted to be active i felt like i could be without being like oh like well this person said this about me once oh sometimes they did that a little bit i'm like oh like what if they like still hate me a little bit like for the most part i didn't look at that many messages so if like 
I didn't really see like 90% of the people who had problems with me. Um, and I think it helped a lot. Um, and it took a while to like, not like message you again and be like, actually give those back so I can look at them. <laughs> um, but I'm really glad that I didn't. And I feel like a lot of the people like were really nice to me after, um, the post lounge opened up and I don't know. I feel like it wouldn't have been, I, I, I did tend to focus on like negative things. <clears throat> and I feel like if I would have done that with the lounge, then I wouldn't have like appreciated how like fun they were after and like the, even like the spectating the next season a little bit, just all of that. I feel like it was, it helped a lot. Good. No, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the lounge, it's a thing. It was not a good thing. Um, yeah. But it is, it is there still. Um, and uh, yeah, I think the postseason lounge did a good job of trying to like make up for it, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, yeah thankfully and uh, I think it helped push things in a much better direction moving forward uh, also thankfully yeah no definitely from what I saw of like future seasons launches it seemed like generally positive and obviously I was never like honestly I was never really active enough where I think I would have like known if it was like super bad but I feel like I would have at least like had an idea and I feel like it got better. I feel like Nexus was definitely the worst of it. It is kind of hard, like, knowing I came from, like, a problematic and complicated season. And, like, like even, like, thinking about, like, when these interviews are coming out, like, there might be people dreading it because they hated our season so much. And, like, there was just... There, I feel like there was a lot of times when... um like nobody wanted to talk about Nexus Park because like <laughs> there were bad parts of it and it kind of sucked I think because um, it's like it's uncomfortable because like it's not my fault I applied there it might be my fault some things happened to be fair um, which but like that makes it worse because like I don't want that um, and like I don't know I feel like it's hard to like lose your reputation um in i think the right words it's hard like when people do care a lot there's a lot of lounges that just don't really care and so when that happens like you can kind of get out and just be like hey i'm actually cool and everyone's like oh yeah you're actually cool <laughs> yeah. and, and then it's like fine but when people care a lot i've never seen a lounge, lounge care as much as alliance lounges do when uh, lounges care a lot you can't just be like yeah i'm not a bad person because they're like mm, but we saw this this and this that tell us otherwise they could like provide you like a google doc of like <laughs> the reasons mm -hmm. and so it, it's very stressful and i i do wish that like I, I a lot of the times um that i came from like any other season um just because i hate the like negative like I guess, like, connotation that comes with Nexus Park. I feel like, I don't know if everyone feels that way, but I feel like some people from I see feel that way, um, especially if, like, 
especially people who aren't still on Discord and talking to people, I'm sure it's like less ideal. Um, yeah, it's definitely a weird thing to be part of a very um, unpopular season, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and I don't know. I don't know how anyone, everyone would kind of like characterize the season in terms of like popularity. Like, it's such a, I don't know, hard, hard thing to kind of like explain um, whether that means like, because like, I guess like the season was quote unquote popular, but there are a lot of people who have um, negative reactions to it because of the things that happened in the game or the things that happened in the lounge and then there are other people who have negative feelings about it because of the fallout of the bad things that happened in the game or in the lounge and like the sort of community reaction to those things and then you have people who just kind of want to ignore <laughs> that stuff and just that focus on the the actual game or uh, the positives or the people that have joined the community from that season and i feel like they're just you know i know i'm personally like somewhere some some somewhere caught in between all of those things because like i can't fully separate myself from the negatives um in any respect and i'm constantly like i definitely feel like i've personally grown to appreciate and an and, uh, and enjoy the season more the longer I the further I get away from it and the more time that's passed that I have to like kind of reflect on the things that happened in the season uh, and hopefully that's true for you know everybody um, it sounds like that's kind of happened for you which is a good thing so I ideally you know doing these interviews a year and a half later um, hopefully the people I talk to have uh reached a point in their own minds where it's it's not quite as fresh of a wound if it was a wound to begin with and for the people who end up listening to them that if they were kind of not into the season itself would you know give these a chance and like kind of realize that there was a lot of great stuff and good stuff that happened during the season um eight hours worth of stuff <laughs> <laughs> during this season uh, so yeah i don't know no i totally get that i think definitely like what you said about um having more time to get away from it and i feel like when you're thinking about like the bad parts of it and like trying to decide what to acknowledge i don't think you can ignore it because it happened and like i feel like you if you ignore it completely you're lying to yourself um especially if you're on the season and like it's like affects things um especially if you're still friends with people from the season i feel like you have to acknowledge it first like you have to like acknowledge the fact that like the bad things happened and that can be a part of the season but it doesn't have to be the season like there were still good parts of the season um and maybe more so for like me than other casts members or maybe more so for me than the lounge and i think you can be like yeah bad things happened but like take away an overall positive experience from it um because like i would even say like i feel like i had a lot of stress during the season but like 
probably like honestly some of the most compared to any org I've done from the org but because I like cared so much about it and like I haven't been that invested in an org just because like I just haven't enjoyed different aspects of it as much so like I didn't like I don't always enjoy the way they're set up or the way the challenges are or the cast um sometimes I'm just not a fan of that I'm around and that's okay um or they just don't I don't click with them as much or things are a little bit messier which happens um Mm -hmm. but I think because of a lot of reasons like Alliance was like one of my favorite words like probably like I like could like very easily argue like my favorite even though I like did so poorly like I didn't play good um and but like I still like loved it like I had such a good time doing it and, like, if you would have asked me right after I got, got voted out, like, do, do you love this org? I would have been like, mm, maybe. Um, <laughs> Fair. But, like, now I, now I do. And I can acknowledge that there's a lot of good things. But, like, at the time, it was really hard to focus on the good things. And I feel like it's really important for, like, not just, like, not the sake of other people, really. That, too. But, like, from the most selfish standpoint possible, like, just focusing on positive things to feel good, like, period just so you can not even feel good about yourself just feel good in yourself like there's no point in having incredibly negative feelings about it especially like people in the lounge i know like 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 i don't even know how he did the lounge got because i didn't get through a lot of it um at all um but i i know it got bad and i heard about it from other people and i know it was a whole ordeal but like especially for people in the lounge who like we're a little bit less directly involved. I do understand how it's still an involvement in the season. Um, but there's there's no point in having hard feelings against a season about an amusement park. Like, <laughs> it's an amusement park. It should have been... People should just be like, that's fun. Um, I, I think that... I think also just, like, appreciating the season for, like, regardless of what happened during it, that, it's, like, my favorite season format ever. Um, I hope none of my other hosts are listening to this. Um... <laughs> So I'm sorry if you are, um, but I just I loved it. I love like the cross tribe communication. I haven't never had that static, that degree. Um, I think I've out of my like six orgs, I've basically I think I've had four um, exiles, and I hate them. I hate them so much. They're like the worst. Like they're just the worst. I can't stand them. And I know they have. It, it's an easy way to incorporate advantages. That's like time zone friendly, but like. Mm-hmm. That was one thing I realized about Alliance. And I, it's not like I was good at advantage hunting. I didn't get advantages. But I, I like, I loved how, like, unique it was. And, like, I haven't had an experience like it since then. And I feel like, at least for me, that's, like, a big reason to, like, focus on the good parts of it. Because, like, it was, like, like an experience in, like, the org community that I'm not, I'm not going to get again. Especially if I don't play any other orgs and don't, like, look for it. But, like, for me, at least, other orgs were just very different. And they were um, just very different energy, I guess. And so there's no point in being, like, extremely negative. Just because, like, it happened already. And, like, I've felt my hurt. And I honestly don't really have any reasons to still be mad about it. um, Other than, like, maybe at myself. But, like, not on other people. And so I don't know. I do wish that people would kind of give it a chance again. But... Uh, it doesn't really affect me that much anymore, I guess. <laughs> um, True. But for the other people, for the other, I will say this since 
I can't have any whiplash if I'm not in the org community anymore. But for the other people who are were in Nexus Park, just like there's no point in um like rolling your eyes at the existence of the season because like it was it was hard. Um and there's a lot of things I would have changed if I could have, but I can't. And the things that did happen a lot of the things that did happen were really fun and I'm really glad that they happened. And um like I know I don't keep in touch with a lot of people um, anymore, but like I have like very few people um, that I stay in like somewhat of a con- like contact with outside of orgs that I met in orgs, and like Bird and Bram are like two of the only ones that I do, and so and they both came from Nexus, and like they have like very like relevant like roles, and like I feel like even like who I am now, even though like that sounds dramatic because it's like not really been that long but like I feel like I have changed a lot as a person and like I did spend a lot of time like not just in Nexus but like outside of it talking to people from it mm-hmm. and so like I don't know I feel like even outside of Nexus like it's had like a lot of like really positive impacts on my life especially keeping like people that were like good to talk to still in it and then like just kind of leaving alone the things that weren't good for me. I feel like it was an overall, like, now when I look back at it, I look at, at it, like, almost completely positively, even though I'm aware of the fact that there was a lot of negativity at times, but there doesn't have to still be. That was a really long rant, but, like, <laughs> yeah, my main point is, like, just be positive about it. There's absolutely no reason not to be. Absolutely. I agree and i hope that some of these interviews will encourage people to think more along those lines and uh enjoy what they had (laughs) at the time um and uh i've enjoyed spending all this time hearing your perspective on things and getting your thoughts about everything that happened uh is there anything obviously we've talked about a lot of stuff but is there anything else that comes to mind related to nexus park or anything else that you've been involved in uh with alliance that you want to talk about before we wrap this up um i don't think so um i don't think so i feel like like if anything just like i do like if i feel like most people from nexus park specifically probably won't listen to this um i feel like bird maybe jordan um i don't really know anyone else anyone else who would listen to i don't even know if like either of them will listen to almost eight hours of me talking um maybe like two times speed or something yeah i think i think bird definitely will just actually i'm completely confident that bird will but regardless um i am really appreciative of like even even trip um from like the entire nexus podcast i feel like it was just it was a really good season and but like also the lounge like less because of the nexus park though because i just didn't look at it and also like obviously the negativity but like i really did enjoy um the type of community that it was and i think that it was a really like fascinating thing to like witness um just because before alliance specifically this is like a um only an alliance thing i guess because it was the first like or community i got involved in 
I just never seen that before. Like I've never really been involved in online communities and I didn't realize like how like real they could be, I guess. And so like, and then it was, it's also like such an interesting place. And like, so where I was from, like a really small area, like it was almost like a transition to like prepare me a little bit for being in college, even though obviously it's like college is much different, but it's like, <laughs> exposed me to a lot more that I feel like I wouldn't have been um, just where I was from um, because I was only around kids my age was not a lot of diversity in any sense and I feel like like Alliance was kind of like my like stepping stone into getting involved in other communities but also just being in, uh, involved in like the Alliance community to some extent and I feel like I do really appreciate everyone and like you and like the rest of production and like the effort that you guys put in to like making it possible just because it's like thing for people just to have fun and i feel like a lot of people don't just do things to have fun anymore all right i think that's a really fun thing and so so everyone like does put effort into it i'm very like grateful for it well i'm glad i'm glad we could give that and provide that for you um i really enjoyed having you be part of the season um whatever capacity you choose to uh be present uh, in the servers, in the lounges, wherever. Um, I know I appreciate it and enjoy it. Uh, and uh, I'm glad to call you my friend now. It's really nice. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I think the exact same. I feel like I feel like I got so much like not just like from like the people, but like like people in my cast, but like also like I said, the lounge, but also like you and Meg. Like I talk to you, Meg, all the time. Like I think I like talk to you guys more than i talk to like a lot of people and so like i don't know it's it's a really it's really nice you know Mm -hmm. it is great yeah i it's it's really great to you know you're you're gonna meet a ton of people in i mean really any any situation whether it's college or online discord or whatever i don't know like a bowling league or something i don't know uh <laughs> you're gonna be really weird and interesting and and fun people in all of these environments and um it's it can kind of be a little daunting and scary to actually like lean into those experiences at times um especially if you're younger or if you're not familiar with those types of things uh i know I had that difficulty. Um, I've had it a couple, multiple times, and uh, but every time it's, I, I don't know. I had a, I had a lot of experiences as a kid where I would be like, I would really be against doing something, whatever that thing might be, and then I'd start doing it, and I'd never want to stop doing it. I'd be really <laughs> upset to stop doing it, um, whether that was like hanging out with somebody, like the neighbors, or you know, going somewhere or whatever. Um, and I, I think this is another scenario similar to that, where it's scary, you're apprehensive, you're concerned about taking that first step. But for a lot of people, you take that first step and you take a couple more steps and then you're never going back. There are so many people who just get lost in orgs and the communities around them and the things that they do that aren't orgs. And you just you kind of just spread yourself out a little bit and... Uh, it's nice it's good it's a usually it's good it's it's a good thing yeah definitely i think it's a really like unique way to experience different parts of the world and i just like 
now it feels weird to imagine having not experienced those things <laughs> even though like at like if you would have asked me even like the like june before like nexus park like i would have been like not like not like like upset at the thought of it or have any negative feelings about it i would have just been so confused like you couldn't have made it make sense to me and so i feel like it was definitely like really like good and just interesting like experience in general and i'm like i just i'm really happy that it happened i feel like i met a lot of really cool people and obviously it ended up not being the best place for me to stay as much as I was, especially during college. I'm just so busy. Um, <laughs> and there, there were negative aspects of specifically like other communities and stuff that were harder for me to deal with, I feel like. But also college is really hard. Nobody told me that. Um, <laughs> and I feel like I just needed a little bit of time like away from it because I like I do get so involved in it. And I feel like it is really good, especially like like i said like before i had more opportunity to experience like people it was a really good way for me to have that in a way that like didn't cost me money or um caused less social anxiety too which i think is also really relevant because i feel like i feel like social anxiety is almost like a universal experience in the org community i feel like (laughs) we're all a little bit nervous about it but it's like it's a good thing for that because it's it's a lot easier to like message someone i feel like than it is like walk up to someone in the street like hey and like i feel like people are pretty welcoming of that um Mm -hmm. so i feel like yeah it was especially in the times that i was specifically in alliance but also but also other communities i feel like it was something i really needed at the time and i'm glad that it was like able to be there for me if that makes sense yes I I agree. Um, well, uh, have we have we have we finished? That's <laughs> all I've got. I don't think I have any more than. I think we. I'm trying to think of how long it's been. Um, uh, no, I think at least eight hours. Yeah, we're we're floating around that eight hour mark, uh, pending yeah. some editing, uh, and we'll see how things shake out. Uh, I will say. Yeah, that this I don't is, think I could guaranteed to be longer than any episode i've done uh from a season that's not nexus park (laughs) Um, (laughs) but we'll see if it ends up being the longest one uh when your season is done i have a feeling it won't be so yeah no i doubt it (laughs) um (laughs) we'll see (laughs) thank you so much again for for taking all the time to do this I, i really do appreciate it and i hope others do as well thank you and i um and thank you for everyone too who listened and especially bird because i I, that's the only person i'm confident (laughs) will listen to the entire thing (laughs) but yes thank you so much (laughs) okay well have a good rest of your evening and i'm sure i will talk to you soon sounds good bye bye thanks for the first four hours Um, (laughs) thank you that was actually very fun opened up a lot of memories i had completely forgotten about well good hopefully it got some of the nerves out and uh, it's not so scary anymore definitely i do wish that um like i feel like this is the game where i have 
like the most like embarrassing moments and i played so badly and like there are so many orgs that i feel like i could at least have like like maybe like two that i'd be really proud to like do an interview on and this is unfortunately <laughs> not one of them but Aww. it's very fun <laughs> it is fun regardless <laughs> No, I mean, I think that makes it more enjoyable. <laughs> um, Watch me suffer. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Definitely. Like, psh, I appreciate it. I'm not interested in talking to Bird because they won. Like, that's so boring. Like, <laughs> give me a problematic eighth place finisher. <laughs> no, honestly. Spice it up, you know? Yeah. Gotta make it exciting. <laughs> Hello, can you hear me? Sorry, it like had a second. Yes, I can hear you. Okay, awesome. Sorry, my phone had <laughs> did a little glitch thing for a second. Okay. Anyways, also two things really quickly before we start. Um, sure. Right now, my actually, I'm just gonna shut my window. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> my room is like for some reason really hot today, and it's a little bit sad, but um, it'll be fine for a few hours because it gets cold at night. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. If you'd like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information by visiting AllianceSeasons.com. Our 12th season, Hidden City, has merged and is just about to be down to the final eight as of May 27th. Come join us in the viewers lounge or apply for a future season. And as always, have a week. So long, Even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be to say adieu. Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. So long, farewell, au revoir, I'll be to say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.